0: You're listening to the Sports Bar Podcast. Welcome everybody to the Sports Bar Podcast. Uh, We're streaming this and recording it pretty late at night because Star Wars has me wrecked at the theaters. (laughs) Yeah. I I work at a theater and uh, yeah, right now, like it's funny because we normally get free tickets to see movies and yeah, nobody's getting free tickets to Star Wars. Yeah. So uh, yeah, the mouse is just making all the money.
1: Right. Very
0: nice. I was, I was like, How much I pay for this movie? How much I pay for this franchise? I'll
2: make about a quarter of that in this movie. Don't worry about it. Like,
0: oh, by, the oh, end of,
2: oh, by the end by the end of its run, I'm gonna make half of my money back. Don't worry about it. Oh,
0: oh. Let's see. So uh, in honor of the sad news we have to report today, I'm gonna be playing as the Raiders against the Packers, trying to make trying to trying to get back uh, trying to take back the dignity that was robbed from them this weekend. Seeing if uh. I can change history. Yeah, but do you want to start off with that, Will? Um, yeah, yeah we can start right off you, with that. It's like, yeah, because uh, we're not going to talk about the game. We're going to talk about the end of an era. Ah, oh, man, it's just there's a lot emotionally
2: happening happening for me. Like this weekend, let alone this year. Like you just, I seen Star Wars, and that was an emotional roller coaster. Uh, but before Star Wars, you got the news that Kobe was retiring. It's like, ah, oh, man, all my sports heroes and guys are are going. But at least I got Charles for one more. Uh, Charles, say it ain't so. The legend, um, I think, the greatest of all time to play the position. I mean, that's a. There's a lot of guys you can argue about. He's certainly um, up there. But uh, Sir Charles Woodson, we call him Sir Charles here, if Raider fans, because um, he's basically royalty in Oakland. <laughs> um, Eighteen years. Eighteen, 18 years. years. Yeah. Eighteen years hanging him up at the end of the season. And um it now
0: has he been a Raiders in stay one?
2: No. No. He won a he Super Bowl a- with the Packers. He did uh one, two, three, four, he six like four seasons years. six no six. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven years with the Packers. Yeah. But the rest were in Oakland.
1: Yeah.
2: <clears throat> we drafted him in ninety eight and um
3: yeah.
1: He was reborn with the Packers and uh, reasserted his dominance and uh, uh, found his uh, love for the game again when he went to the Packers after being in Oakland when they were uh, when they were terrible. So Not, he,
2: we weren't really terrible. I mean, the it you, started going you, down in uh, 2003, and then he left two years after that. He got hurt when he was with us when I mean, he played yeah. six games his final season with us, and yeah. uh, that was pretty much the end of his con- contract extension because after yeah. we uh, we signed him as a rookie. Um, it was usually a three or four year contract, and then uh, we gave him an extension. And then he got hurt, and the team in about in two thousand four and five really really went downhill. <coughs> so he yeah, and then the year he, he yeah we traded um, him to the Packers, and then uh, he switched positions. He went from corner to safety, and he found a whole new. That's why I think he's the best de- defensive back ever to play it, because not too many guys can make that transition and be uh... dominant. And be dominant. Yeah.
1: I would say Ronnie Lott and Rod Woodson. Okay, both hall of famers. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. but but I'm like he's right up there. But, but also he still played. He still played corner when uh when he was went to Green Bay initially, and then he kind of was like a tweener. Like they used him mm-hmm. They used him like as like a corner slash nickel slash linebacker safety. So it was like his position in the three four with Dom Capers was like. He's listed at corner, but he lined up in the nickel and then blitz like a safety. So he needed to make the full switch to safety until he got to Oakland. No, nah, he was uh, still but... playing
2: safety. He was playing safety in, in Green Bay. And,
1: yeah, I think probably his last year. I think that's what. I think that's one. Oh, he started playing. He started playing.
2: He started playing safety in like '09. That's what it was like. Some in some crazy like everybody's like uh, they moved him to safety and he still got nine picks that year. So yeah. I was like, what the? Yeah. F-? How does the safety do that? And then, yeah. then it kind of started going down. Like the next year after that, I think uh, he might have missed a couple games. I think.
1: Well, the next year after that, he uh, he still was like his his interceptions went down, but he he still was causing like a lot of. Still causing a lot of fumbles like that. That was I think the year after that was that was the year he won the defensive M- MVP. And then yeah, the yeah. next year is when ninety two tackles. Next, yeah. And then like the next year is like when he started going down. But yeah, yeah. Charles was the great because I had a, uh, I had another homie who was a uh, who was a uh, Raiders fan, bigger fan probably than my cousin. He was a bigger Charles Woodson fan than my cousin Alvin. And then he would just talk about Charles Woodson. You know, he watched like all the interviews and like how he like went from like you know. Why he, why he left Oakland? Why he like has a resurgence in Green Bay? And I always talk about him and like how he just feels like he reappreciated, refound his love for uh, football in Green Bay, and was also able to stay healthy, which he couldn't do in Oakland for some for some reason. I don't know. it's the uh, one,
2: the facilities and stuff like that
1: yeah. um, weren't that great, but those are all getting better now.
2: For me, um, he I saw I saw young Charles Woodson when he was in his rookie season. I saw him take back his first pick six. I was at that game, <laughs> and um, it was it was crazy, man. It seeing, I mean, he's the only uh, one of two players ever in the NFL to win the Heisman Trophy, mm-hmm. win rookie of the year, win an MVP, win a Super Bowl,
0: and it gets harder and harder every year for <laughs> defensive players to win the Heisman Trophy.
2: Uh, he's the last one to do it. He's that was back yeah. in '97 when he won it. 98 98. Oh, what else? 98 yeah and um and he, he him and marcus allen are the only people to ever do that and then so that's that's
1: good company to be in both the raiders by yeah, way. absolutely it's great great company to be in uh yeah like i said charles wilson to me was uh was always dope i wasn't a raiders fan but always uh always was impressed with charles wilson because i remember the 24 like it seemed like uh you know when Deion Sanders was coming up, the number was always to wear. It was twenty one. Yeah. Well, for me, Boom. it became twenty four. with, like Charles Woodson and the Champ Bailey's of the world, so like uh, they was they was rocked the twenty, the number twenty four, and like it always seemed like whoever wore twenty four was dominant, was like supremely dominant. Especially yeah, With Charles
2: Woodson, even it even continues to now because that's what uh, Revis wears it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So and that's then uh, he, Ty Law the, Ward, Ty Law Ward, who was with the Patriots, even though I hated the Patriots, but Ty Law was uh, yeah. definitely <laughs> amazing though. So.
0: Yeah. By the way, I'm playing as the Raiders against Green Bay, and I just caused a fumble on a kick return and uh and ran it back for a touchdown.
2: Nice, <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be sad to see him go. Mostly because like I don't I don't know how do you, you don't replace, and just
0: intercepted also.
2: <laughs> and you, you don't replace a Charles Woodson. You just hope you get enough guys that do what he did. Yeah. And um. I I I hate a lot of our young secondary dudes. Yeah, uh, but you know that's what the draft is for. That's what Eric Weddle is going to be available at the end of the season. So we'll see if he wants to come to Oakland. Um, so it, it's going to be fun. Right now, I'm I'm, I'm more in uh, finishing the season strong, and then let's worry about draft picks and fr- and uh, yeah. <coughs> free agents because we got a lot of money. Thank you to Reggie McKenzie to yeah. make some moves, and um, he's the first ballad hall of famer
1: absolutely
2: i, I think that it, they, they should just give him a gold jersey to play his last two <laughs> games. <laughs> two games because this isn't crazy it's crazy um how how insanely like I don't, I don't know how you play defense like that for 18 years yeah i mean yeah. freaking almost a thousand games he's played mm-hmm.
0: damn and the thing is, the guy's thirty nine. He, should, like most NFL players, retired ten years ago. Exactly. The if, only yeah. other dude from his draft class is Eli uh, Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning, yeah. And and this should be Peyton's last year too, unless they've got him on contract yeah. for one more year.
1: <coughs> That's the funny thing about it. It's like corners. Well, it's like corners, linemen, and quarterbacks. If you're like really good, you can last for a long time. But you <laughs> you from corner like usually corners like slow down. So even from just safety. And I honestly feel like, honestly, Charles Wilson probably would have came back next year, maybe the year after, if his shoulder wasn't bothering him as much as it is this year. Yeah,
2: I, he took a shot, I think, this, this last game. Yeah, I think, it, oh, I don't I, I don't want to doubt that he probably had this in his mind uh, a while back ago, cause, but his shoulder, I don't know what the training staff's been doing, but whatever Gorilla Glue fucking duct tape yeah. they got on that shoulder, it really came, you could really tell it was fucking with them this past game. But he can't come out because... We literally don't have anybody else to. We have guys who are on the practice squad that week before who were starting over. Guys we drafted because DJ Hayden fucking sucks. Yeah. So it was um it's it was it's sad to see him go, but it's some of those things that you knew was coming, and um, it's I I mean I'm happy I had I got to see him play. I'm happy I got my uh, I got my 24 jersey uh back when they were uh, still Reebok jerseys when him and Rod Woodson were on the team.
1: <laughs> so it's a c woodson on it it's yeah cool. the wood the woodson brothers yeah that yeah. was that was a dope secondary <clears throat>
2: no ron um, woodson, charles woodson eric allen and
1: namdi asimoa Bro, the funny thing about when <laughs> the moment charles woodson left namdi asimoa became the best shutdown corner in the league yeah because who do you, look
2: who he learned from
1: no that's what i'm saying i'm like i'm like hot i'm like that i'm like he was honestly he left and passed the torch straight to Namdi. Like, like I just found, I just thought that was incredible. Like the moment, cause like Charles Wilson was the dominant corner safety or whatever, the dominant defensive back in the Raiders secondary. Yeah. The moment he leaves, you got Namdi Asumar who takes over is now the dominant, the best in the league. He messed up, went to Philly. We totally destroyed his confidence. Went to at San Francisco. They didn't like him there. Yeah. And then I, I would have returned to Oakland or at least went to the saints. If I was Nnamdi cause uh, yeah. Rob, Rob, Rob Ryan was there. So it'll put him back in like the perfect situation, perfect thing, whatever. But his wife's on scandal now. He's she's making a ton of money, so he can retire. Like he made <laughs> huh. he made great money over his long period of time with uh like out of I think five out of his last his last five years in the league, five out of six years in the league he was averaging about thirteen million a season.
3: Mm-hmm. Like I,
1: like I know he did for four years with the Raiders, two with the Eagles. He probably made I think the first year he made he probably made like ten or eleven, and the mm-hmm. second year. He probably made around the same, and then actually he had to, uh, he got a portion of his salary when he went to the Niners. He got like he got six million to be cut by the by the uh, Eagles to go to this, uh, the the Niners and made two million with them. So I, just, I understand why he left, but I would have wanted to go out on a better note than what he did uh, as a Niner, which was weird to see and to look at because the, the number twenty four didn't look right on him uh, when he was with the Eagles. I wanted him to wear the twenty one. And then he went yeah. more twenty seven with the Niners. That didn't look right either. Like Charles Woodson looked good, great in twenty one, even better, and even better in, in twenty four because it was he went back yeah. to Oakland. Yeah. Now, but, what throws me
0: off, like it's kind of interesting, how many players, and it might just be the how like they like you said earlier in a podcast we talked about fucking, uh, when we talked about uh, Crabtree and Alden Smith. That you know you don't have to move your shit, but how many players swap between Bay teams? Yeah, it's um that
2: right there a lot I too like moving probably is a big thing yeah. because I mean just moving out of the state of California like that's why LeBron went to fucking Miami like yeah you know it's all location that's what that's why um the switch sports um they the and N- NBA didn't really like um the like teams that were from big cities to be like the main they were, like pulling essentially from small, um, smaller towns um, that they uh, they wanted like <laughs> even the playing field, you know. Like if all the of te- all the play if all the teams like that are in like Los Angeles or Miami are just gonna hand pick players from wherever, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it doesn't really not really fair for those like Oklahoma City people, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's what happened with the draft. When um, yeah,
0: although uh, the draft has been known to be shady a few times. Like if you look at the Ewing draft, oh, yeah, where they like. <laughs> Pumped a corner, you see Adam Silver fill around for which one is the New York team.
2: Exactly. So you get a lot of teams. Like I don't know in baseball too, it happens. Nobody wants to go play in fucking Milwaukee. True. That's what the Yankees. Say. Here's a bunch of money, and you can live in New York, the most Dodgers. expensive,
1: most expensive place, and hardest taxing.
2: Here's, here's a bunch of money. You want to live in Los Angeles, where all the cool people are? Here's a bunch of money. You want to live in San Francisco, you know? Yeah, San Diego? Yeah. That's why Padres get decent well, players. Well,
0: the, uh, the funny thing is, like, say, <coughs> LA, is, L.A. is just an anomaly to me because you can, L.A. cannot keep a sports team. They can't keep a football team. team. Yeah, yeah they, sorry, they can keep the baseball team, but I guess there's just way too much shit to do in LA that people don't want to deal with the traffic. They for have, football they have on two,
2: they have two baseball teams, two basketball teams, a hockey team. Um, a,
0: a, two, if you count Anaheim's hockey team.
2: Yeah, two, uh, two, two hockey teams. You know, they just don't have a football team and shit. They might, at, by next year they might get two of them if the Raiders and the Chargers share a stadium. Which is being insane? Yeah,
1: I, I never got. That's like ridiculous. I'm like
2: the stadium design looks dope. I mean, the the thing is, the Oakland doesn't want to put up put up any money, and it's bullshit. Oakland doesn't have money. It's like o- Oakland, the city itself doesn't have money. Alameda County has a retarded amount of money. That's the biggest yeah. port.
1: That's the biggest port in Northern California. Like yeah. they have yep. a lot of money. Yeah, I remember. I remember <laughs> I saw the designs for the uh the guy who wants to build Coliseum City. Yeah. Yep, That thing I, was a am- that thing was amazing. I was it, like it and it looked crazy. It looked crazy ridiculous It looks amazing. And then not only that, it's like cuz I remember I was reading the article, the guy he he wants to deal with one city not two because he would have to deal with Alameda and um Oakland. He wants to deal with one or the other. Yeah. And and I'm like, yo, if he built that uh that Alameda or what is it? Oakland city or whatever, the uh, Coliseum city. Coliseum City, that would be dope because because I honestly, there's a ton of room like right across b- the street. B- where, to be, like, to to be the, fair, um, b-
0: building the city of Oakland would also be kind of nice. Yeah, I that, mean, that, that, I, I mean, our one person in chat, Lauren, she's from Richmond over there with you, Corday. So yeah, so y'all know how much uh, some of the uh, more urban areas of the Bay Area could use the money.
1: Yeah, exactly. By the way,
0: when did urban start meaning
1: black? <clears throat> I have no idea. You know, white people always and stuff
2: all the time. Yeah, big things. That's the same thing. Like what they say "urban youth," they just mean black kids, or yeah. uh, occasionally they use, what Mexicans. They use? Uh, the what, which one do they use all the time? The uh, welfare welfare users. Ebt, that just, like, E-B-T. the welfare the wel- welfare community. They just mean like poor minorities.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah which is funny considering that uh, it's actually and it's actually mostly whites using. It's like more if, you look, than if you look if you look at people. the if you look at the white welfare, it's actually more higher percentage white than. Uh, any minority because you gotta remember all those middle states. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Don't
2: do a damn thing. That that's nothing to fucking there's nothing to do there.
0: Yeah, but we're not on we're, we're not on trigger happy. We're on the sports bar podcast. And let's talk about this week in football. And goddamn Eli Manning. So, close. Manning. <laughs> so close! So close Manning. You have no
1: clue. <laughs> I was
2: watching the Raider game during that time, but I was uh, watching the, the scroll on the bottom of the screen. I'm like, please, Eli. Please, no. no. So I, could, I could, I had my fingers ready just to really like type shit at Corday. What the fuck happened, Corday? I was. <sighs> <laughs> I was so ready for it to happen. Like, I don't give a shit. They go fucking uh, fifteen and one. That'd be great. Uh no, I hate Eli. Win the
1: Super Bowl. I wouldn't give a damn. I'd be like, yeah, but that one lost though. Who to cover? Eli Manning. No it came I mean, from. No it came from Odell Beckham targeting. Uh, <laughs> targeting res- he got cornerbacks for that. It's crazy. It was ridiculous. I never one. see. I never seen that before. I never seen an offensive guy targeting people, especially a receiver at that.
2: That's what I, me. Okay, I, I'm. I didn't school. know
1: that was possible.
2: Yeah. I am old school. If I would have saw that crap, I would have been like, Oh, I'ma get fined. I would have kicked out the his, game. I would have laid his ass out.
1: Yeah. I mean, because oh. the crazy thing, especially the play where he like he tried to swipe at him and then he like he tossed him, like, yo, what you doing, man? Yeah. And he try to and, and he, he tried to run and like tackle the guy, and then all of a sudden he comes full in. Hmm? And he like speared him, he just went helmet yeah. to helmet. Straight helmets to helmet. And then they, they try to pull him back, like, yo, be cool, man. Be cool. Who's trying to take me out? I ain't got no mouthpiece in, you know. Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to survive. I'm trying to get this paycheck, you know. I just turned down a, a paycheck that was averaging seven million this past off season. I'm trying to get paid, man. I'm trying to be up in upward up, like 12 million, 12 to thirteen million. And this fool trying to take me out, helmet to helmet. and now on that, he got he putting his hands all up in his face and in his face mask, and he's actually got his hands on his face, like in not even on the face mask, on his actual face. Then he like, I'm thinking, okay, well maybe it's just him. Then now he getting into with uh, with Kirk Coleman and uh, Corlin Finnegan. Mm-hmm. I'm like I'm like, how does this fool not get ejected? Like come on right? now, like, like 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 they always say you can't be targeting. We want a player safety. This fool was really going out there targeting people, like bounties or whatever. This mm-hmm. fool put a personal bounty from all the DBs on the Carolina Panthers. I'm taking you out. I'm taking I'm taking uh, I'm taking Kirk Coleman out, Corlin Finnegan, and uh, God, what's uh, what's the guy's name? It's uh, skips my name, but. The best corner in the league right now. He's trying to take him out too. What's his name? Peterson? Or? Nah, it's um Scott Peterson. What? Josh uh, Norman. Norman. There <laughs> you God, go. Scott Peterson. Scott Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 would be a challenge right there. That, <laughs> right? That, would be, that would be a definite match right there. You know. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I I I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm an old school dude. I'm a defensive minded individual too. So I'm like, ah, oh, this little dude better get away from the fucking pile. Yes, yeah. I might. I might. Try to clean that shit off and take my
1: fifteen yard penalty, but you're gonna yeah. know who you're gonna know who who was there. Yeah. See, th- see, this is that one time. Uh, I bet you the Carolina Panthers once they had Greg Hardy on the team, because uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that would not have flown. Like he would have would a tirade on uh, Odell Beckham Jr. But yeah. Lie, but like when okay when when a player charges fifteen yards at you and hits you in the head and he doesn't do anything or he's a retaliation like I was shit. I remember he like kind of pushed him or whatever. I'm throwing haymakers at that point in time. I'm not sure if he was probably a little dazed from or wasn't like was in shock like this motherfucker just hit me like that, and and, and I'm just yeah no I I, I'm I'm with you man I'm oh what's like targeting me like that's that's ridiculous because it would have been yeah because when I played I got I got headaches a lot so if you come straight up full blown hit me in the head like that I probably would have had a headache. But by the time I was over beating your ass, it would have been a migraine on both sides. And, you were, you know, we both would have been kicked out the game. But And the funny thing about that play, they said it was offsetting penalties because uh, Josh Norman threw a haymaker or something like that and what the other dude did. So basically because Josh Norman retaliated, it was offsetting penalties and he didn't get thrown out. Which I'm like, come on, refs. I'm like, what is your – I'm like, first, y'all don't know what a catch looks like. Now y'all don't know what uh, offensive targeting looks like and, like, when a guy should be kicked out of the game. He had four personal foul penalties. I've never seen nobody get that many chances before. Right? Four. Like, come on now.
2: Like, and then, and then you, you think they would have let um, any deep, any like a defensive lineman, a defensive lineman, honest- defensive back, anybody? Yeah, would, you honestly think they would have let uh freaking
1: Harrison from the steel from the Steelers get away with man, four they, personal fouls? Four. They would have kicked him out. They would have warned him after the first one. Right. They'd have warned him like, hey man, hey Harrison, I'm, I know your record, man. They, no, they probably threw the flag when he was running towards Odembeko's way. Yeah, like I remember they they did that that one time when on uh, uh, James Harrison came through, um, started to tackle the guy, and, and the guy the ref already had his flag out of his pocket about to throw it. Yep. And I'm just like, this is this is ridiculous. This is crazy. I honestly feel like maybe Odell Beckham should have got spitted for two games. That's how bad it was. Because like you know they keep showing a replay on like Sports Center, NFL Live, NFL Insiders, and I'm that that play where he like he what Josh Norman really like, like shoves him to the side like man, get out of here. Yeah, like, it's, it starts running towards like the pile to like maybe like try to tackle the running back. And he char- literally charges the 15 yards. Like, I've never seen, like, that's straight up dirty. That's like, no, just like, no possibility to argue. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah, there's no, oh, I, uh, you know,
2: I was just trying to make a block yeah. or anything like that. You, you just trying to hit somebody, trying to team shot like, somebody.
1: He was like, he's like, we're competitors out there. He was like, was it like, was it like, uh, was it personal? He's like, what do you mean? I don't, I don't know nothing personal. I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> know what you mean. I can't, no, I don't, I'm like, what's personal, what? what's personal even mean? Yeah, yeah. And then, so, and then they said reports was that uh, uh, Carolina Panthers brought out bats beforehand or whatever, and they was like, you know, uh, keep pounding the wood or keep keep swinging, keep like, you know. And yeah. they said he, they felt like he was targeting them. I'm like. That's oh, oh. that's before a game. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, that's before a game. And I'm like, you feel like that that's- was targeting you? And the only person who went against you the whole time was Josh Norman and, and then Corlin Finnegan for like other parts of the game. I'm like, who was to, who was hitting who? Like the only, and, like I'm a, and I mean unless you see them bring a that out
2: onto the field, what the hell yeah. this ain't baseball. <laughs> yeah. Like you out there in
1: helmets and then you yeah. like uh, to do a job. Like I don't know, man. And then they he shouldn't they have won. been in the game. He shouldn't have been in the game. They shouldn't have tied it. They shouldn't have made that comeback, Eli. Uh, Eli, I, I hate hate you. Eli, Eli doing this thing. You can hate him all you want.
0: You can't deny right. the
2: greatness. Well, like, He's not a Hall He's not a Hall of
1: Famer, I can tell you that. I, I
0: love he watch, one more Super Bowl. He is. I, I, I love. I love watching Eli <laughs> nah, only because be. it is. It is just like it's. It's very exciting because you don't know what you're gonna get. Like yeah. Tony Romo, man. <laughs> which Tony Romo's? Gonna show, which Eli Manning's gonna show up today? Super Bowl
2: winning quarterback Eli Manning, or I'm gonna throw six interceptions, like horrible interceptions, <laughs> terrible. Terrible interceptions
0: <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I thought he's, he's, a, a, so, okay.
2: he's a notch above
1: of sexy Rexy. Uh, so, so, Shout out to Derrick, Sam. Derek
2: Carr going to the fucking quarterback school of Eli Manning because it's like motherfucker, <laughs> stop making the game so fucking hard. Stop throwing picks early.
1: So how about you don't spot him fourteen points? He's something. It's, it? it's not that bad. It's not like because you can make the argument that Derek Carr is just young. I mean, yeah, he's very young. Eli Manning is like how is like thirty four and he still throws interceptions like that. Like, come on, man.
0: Yeah, so like, so uh Carolina's got the Buccaneers, uh, sorry, they've got the Buccaneers in week 17 and in week 16 they've got the uh Falcons. Perfect season for them? I don't know. For the who? Uh, are they going are they going undefeated? I don't know. Panthers? Cause, yeah, cuz they got the Falcons and uh, they've got the Falcons and the Buccaneers, which shouldn't in any reasonable world be a <coughs> yeah, challenge. But both-
2: both-
1: both division games, but I think they got it. I mean, I think they got it. I'm saying I don't know if they have it because they might start resting guys because Cam took a few shots yeah. in the game against the Giants. So I don't know if they're going to start resting guys. And then also, like uh, Will said, uh, it's two division games And Tampa Bay. That defense is for real. And Jameis Winston, man, he's a uh, he's dope. He's a uh, true. He's the rookie of the year. Uh, the Falcons. I'll say that's a win. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, yeah. so so uh. You want
0: to ask yourself, the fuck happened this weekend with the Broncos?
1: Oh, I could, I could honestly tell you that. I mean, um, uh,
0: I mean, because I saw I, Osweiler got hurt near the end of the uh, Osweiler got hurt, but stayed in near the end of the, uh, the se- game. The no, near the end of the first half, mm. Dur- during a handoff, it looked like he uh, might have strained uh, his left arm. But yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah like the Broncos were uh, crushing against the Steelers, and then suddenly. Corey, you explain it. I
1: mean, I mean, honestly, you know, the uh, Broncos got out to a strong lead. Uh, Osweiler was looking like a young Peyton Manning, throwing the ball all around the yard. Uh, De- uh, Demarius Thomas sighting for once. Uh, right. Emmanuel Emmanuel Sanders was coming on strong, made a bunch of plays, but then um, came out the second half. They the um, Broncos became stagnant. They wasn't running the ball was like how they used to before, and that's what kept them uh, balanced. And then now they made Brock Osweiler. Force them to throw the ball a bunch, which going against the Pittsburgh Steelers secondary, which isn't that good, honestly. Their defense isn't as good as they used to be known. They don't get pressure on the quarterback like they used to. Their corners aren't as good. Their safeties, eh, they aren't middle of the road at best. But what happened was the Pittsburgh Steelers offense – started to take over and started getting back in the game d'angelo williams i know he i know the Carolina's undefeated but i bet he's glad to be out of there because that old line was terrible and he couldn't stay healthy while he was there uh antonio brown man antonio man antonio brown
2: that I, i'll say this that offense when it if it gets rolling yeah it's unstoppable
1: i mean you you, will you've seen it firsthand when they played the yeah they played the yes. raiders Antonio Brown had 270 yards, and the Raiders were still in the game. Like, which was which was
3: crazy.
2: Because our, our our when our offense decides to stop, show up too, we're pretty damn yeah. good too. But exactly, Derek, like Derek Carr is like, ah, you know, I feel like making today hard. He throws like three yeah. interceptions. Yeah. But no, that that Steelers defense when they get rolling, that Steelers offense when they get rolling, huh? Shoot, that there, there ain't a DB that can cover Brown like one on one. Like you, you it, figure out schemes to get him. Yeah. One yeah. if he's if he got you one on one, the homie's coming down with that. I'm, I'm sorry.
1: Then not only uh, that, if you if you if you double triple team <laughs> him, right? Guess who won't punt? Guess who returning the punt? Yeah, it's Brown again. And if he give him a little crease, oh, he about to be gone he about to be going up that crease and score a punt return on <laughs> his a- speak, a-
0: speak a- Speaking a- of, we didn't we didn't have it last week. How about that uh, celebration last week? How about the celebration where we kicked oh, he, the four he security guards? Grab
2: grab the. Grabbed the He'll
1: go post he yeah. sit down and, oh, yeah. and
0: and and kicked the and kicked that poor security guard in the back. Um, that was a
1: girl too. I thought he was trying to grab her butt to be honest. <laughs> like, like I don't think he was I don't think he, I'm pretty sure that you know that wasn't intentional but No, nah, it wasn't. <laughs> but uh I mean you I mean I'm I thought it was kind of crazy cuz he was running that fast and he just jumped into the thing. Like like a lot of men out there we was like you're groin man, you're groin. Right. Ooh no oh, you're close oh but i guess he knew he was doing he'd done it before uh a lot of cushion there so it wasn't too hard but I wouldn't have did that i would say the family jewels man I ain't trying to uh bring that kind that of thing about
2: life, got life after football right there
1: yeah <laughs> i mean he has he said he has four kids so i guess uh he ain't trying no more i guess i don't know uh but uh and he's married too and he's married to his wife uh so
0: uh, as okay. opposed to married to
1: Know, no, 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 no! no, I'm saying opposed to not being married is having like oh, okay. several different kids by several different women, and, and like you know how most how most athletes are seem to be nowadays. I'm saying he's actually married with four kids from his wife. That way, no child support because all of them going to his wife. You know, because some guys you don't want to be the to got four kids, four different women, and you are paying upwards of five hundred thousand dollars a year in child support. You don't want to be that guy.
0: So, right what, yeah. what sucks is once you're out of the, uh, <laughs> once you're out of the NFL, yeah, that support paper stays. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah,
2: oh, like oh, legit yeah. broke. Not like MC Hammer broke, where like he just he still was a millionaire, but he wasn't like a multi millionaire. Yeah, he's like 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 broke. Like he needs to get like a job. Broke. Sell
1: his assets. He doesn't know what to do. He's any like. Yeah, I saw him on a Burger King commercial recently. <laughs> like, um... He's such for for TL. Yeah. Oh man, what could
2: what could have been, man? Yeah, what could have been if he had somebody just to like, if he had a mentor, like
0: someone to be like, shut the fuck up, just calm yeah. down. He 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 did, yeah. and then Rice retired. Or no, then Rice went and became a Raider.
2: Yeah, and still,
0: but you have to be open
2: to that stuff. Like you can't just think you're the answer. That's what happened. Him and Chad Johnson, they thought they were like it. What the fuck yeah. is
1: what the fuck is Ocho Cinco doing these days? Man, who fucking knows, man? On Twitter, doing some stuff. Like I see him on. I like I follow him <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram. And he does like little posts and little stuff there. That was the one guy I feel like who shouldn't have been blackballed from the league. Like I was pissed when he got cut from uh the Dolphins from uh the incident, the incident he got into with his uh, at the time his fiance. Yeah. He had buttered or whatever, which I don't condone domestic violence or anything like that. But they got into an argument, and you know stuff like that always gets heated. So you always need both sides of the story. But at the same time, like that was his first ever incident.
0: Yeah, but the that the, it was his first incident coming off of some really fucking bad PR from uh the NFL.
1: No, I mean, but yeah, but I'm saying like that was his first ever incident like period like in the NFL like uh like like bad, like bad. Well, I'm like so and so I'm like nobody and he got cut in training camp. So I'm like so nobody picked you up? Like nobody? Like nobody. And and then also like uh like he said like bad PR. He's with the New England Patriots. They said he couldn't pick up the offense. I just feel like Tom been like throwing on the ball for whatever reason. Uh, or um, and plus a lot of times uh uh Chad Johnson used to freelance a lot of time with his routes like I remember Carson Palmer always used to say like he hate sometimes he hates Chad because he does he does instead of run like a 10 yard comeback he'll run like a 15 yard comeback or like do like a double yeah. move randomly <clears throat> but it's because they had great chemistry he knows what he does and stuff like that so i feel like Tom Brady just couldn't trust him like the one catch that Chad Johnson had in the Super Bowl if you ever, if you if you watch the play uh Tom Brady punked fake like two or three times before he actually threw the ball to him because Chad was supposed to run like a quick ten yard, like a quick fake and come back, right? But Chad did the fake, tried to beat the guy, did another fake, and then ran out, and then he got the ball and like you know.
2: So yeah, Chad, Chad, Chad even admitted that he was like too stupid to run the offense. Yeah. He said he did, he couldn't pick it up. So I was like, that's that just goes to show you about the Patriots offense. But like I I, I um I grouped those three receivers. 'Cause each receiver comes in like each receiver group of history comes in like with each other, mm-hmm. you know? And like I like I group Jerry Rice, Tim Brown, Chris Carter together. Yeah. Um, those then then I TO' Chad Johnson and Randy Moss I group together. Yeah. And then now it's probably gonna be Odell Beckham, Amari Cooper, and Antonio Brown, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, I mean mm, he's uh, Brown's a little older, but we'll see yeah. who but of those three, the ones the second three I said, the reason Randy Moss had a better career, I think, is because he had a guy like Chris Carter yeah. to like absolutely stop being stupid. Like, yeah, relax. You're you're a great athlete. Don't fuck it up. Yeah, and yeah. I think receivers—that's a position
1: where you get a lot of cocky dudes. They mm. need that type of mentoring. And and then not only that, uh, Randy Moss had problems coming into the league. You know, yep. so Chris Carter <laughs> took it up, upon himself to like, hey, you know, basically killed him in like uh, his workouts before training camp and try to get that out of him and like to, to coach him for all the years and stuff like that. Yeah. Versus like how you said, uh, T.O. had Jerry Rice, but T.O. started acting like that once Jerry Rice left. So it wasn't like he was coming out and acting this. he he didn't come in the league acting like that because he was like a like, what, like a third round pick or coming out of uh, some all black Tennessee Chattanooga or something like that. And then like he already said, initially, he was like, he still, he came in locker rooms like, yes, sir. No, sir. Yada, yada, yada. yada When he first came into uh, the league and then later on when uh, that's Jerry Rice's last game, when he had 20 catches and set the an NFL record. And then he had caught that uh, one pass in the, in the playoffs against the, uh, against the Packers is like when he started, he saw the maturation of when he started to change and then started to become better and better and things like that. And then, Got into with Steve Mariucci, didn't want Jeff Garcia, wanted Ken Dorsey, and Tim Tebow and things like that. So, that was the thing that happened. And then, Chad Johnson, I don't, I never really grouped Chad Johnson into, like, the three. I usually always put Marvin Harrison, because if you think about it, oh, like... Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Because, like... Simply, Marvin, just, that dude never had any trouble. That dude, to me, is like Larry Fitzgerald. Did his fucking yeah. job and was really good at it.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, a lot of people, they say uh, Marvin Harrison was overrated because he played with Peyton Manning, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, that's... That's that's his fault? Yeah, that's Tim,
2: like... Is Jerry Rice overrated because he played with Joe Montana? And Steve Young. <laughs>
1: and Steve ball Young.
2: Fan. <laughs> you know, is uh, Tim Brown... Just think about if Tim Brown had a quarterback at any point in his career.
1: Yeah. he would be the fucking... I think he would have crushed Jerry's numbers if he had, had well, one of his quarterbacks. Or if, uh, if Steve Young would have played by another five years with T.O.
0: Oh, well, yeah. well, if Steve Young from, like, the 90s had played another five years with T.O. If Steve Young would have played another five years, he'd have a... Uh,
2: yeah, Steve Young had another five years. He probably would be sounding
1: a lot like Muhammad you know, Ali. Oh no, 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 no! I meant I I mean, I pre-concussions. I meant pre-concussions, <laughs> pre-concussions. Steve Young. I'm not talking about he kept getting hit. I'm not talking about pre-concussions I, kind I of. Remember, Steve Young. I remember to this day the hit that I
2: was like, oh, that this is gonna start changing. Yeah, yeah we saw, uh, saw
0: Steve Young got. Uh, Where you saw Steve Young get knocked out of the NFL? Or
2: no, no, it was
1: Troy Aikman got lit up. By uh fuck, who was it? It was like a safety from Arizona or something like that. Yeah. Uh I think it was uh Pat Tillman, honestly. I think it honestly was Pat Till. No, it was uh I think it was Aeneas Williams. Something I it was something. Yeah. I remember the helmet,
2: the screws of the the helmet in the front hit right on the ear hole yeah. of of Troy Aikman. And I was like I remember watching it taking it live and I was like, oh, and my dad's like, what happened? I was like, they were going to – he got lit up because he threw the ball still. And I was mm. like, Troy got lit up. And then I remember seeing Troy on the ground and then like rolling over and offensive line picking him up. And then like they like kind of got him off the field. Mm. <laughs> they showed that hit. I was like, this is going to change. Yeah, And that's why, to me, um, Brett Favre, is that's one of the reasons why he's one of the greatest ever to play. Because he played football. He had that consecutive games, whatever, mm-hmm. that yeah. where if somebody beats it, to me, I don't even give a shit. That don't even count. They put an asterisk by your number. Because Brett Favre did that when quarterbacks were still fucking football players. When they were actually active runners. <laughs> when they could be targeted? When they could be targeted and hit. You know, like, that to me is a fucking amazing...
0: When when, when quarterbacks were still basically in one <laughs> giant game of smear the queer, if uh, you remember that game, yeah, nobody
2: remembers that game. You can't play that um, game anymore. Uh, I, okay, I don't can you play it that under that a game. different name? You don't remember smear the queer? It was like it was basically like no. Um, they had different names for it, but some people called it no friends. <laughs> Where it's like, once you had the ball, you were by yourself, and everybody was trying to get the ball from
0: you. Or like how any first grader plays soccer. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, you <laughs> pick up the ball and run? Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, it's like that. But we call down here. We Well, I guess people in California,
1: we call it smear the queer.
2: Can't call it that anymore, obviously, for obvious
1: reasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, chick, A chick just stopped talking to me because my uh, my thoughts on uh, on gay people, it's, honestly. It's crazy. Anyway, back to sports. Uh <laughs> But yeah, no. Um, uh, yeah, what um, were your
0: thoughts? Were you saying John El, uh, not John Elway, <laughs> John, Elton
1: John was overrated? Yeah, so, something like that. Elton John. I like Elton John and John awesome Elway <laughs> Yeah, but you're, uh, Will, I'm, I'm glad you brought up that Brett Favre thing because uh, I remember you was talking about like it's like this guy doesn't. Even, he said even though Brett Favre was really that good back in the day. No, I was honestly uh at the time when I when I said that I really didn't mean that. I was just saying like cuz I know he went 3 MVPs. I was honestly just saying like um the uh, childlike enthusiasm that he that he said like everybody praises uh I was like comparing it to how they how Cam does the same thing but they think he's doing too much. That's honestly what I was getting at more likely. That's that was more of our frustration cuz I really don't I really don't know uh, cuz I remember when I when I watched Brett Favre, he was honestly dope. From what I can remember, um, and it was just in his latter years. Like that one, he had one. the only The only bad year I remember he, him having was the the one they got Mike Sherman fired. But then the next year, Mike McCarthy came in and he was great that year. So yeah. that was that was really my main focus when I was talking about the whole Brett Favre thing. You know?
2: Yeah, you yeah, know. I mean, whatever. <laughs> I, uh, I uh, the whole Cam Newton thing. I I hate. Let yeah. the fuck kid do
1: what he's doing? Yeah. Also, also another thing about Brett Favre. They said he played with a broken thumb on his throwing hand. Yeah, that, how do you do that? That was incredible because I've broken I've broken my thumb, my left thumb three times, and I broke my right thumb once. Like I honestly, feel my hand is basically disabled when I did that. Like I'm trying to figure stuff out. I'm trying to use like my two index, like I'm trying to use my 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 middle finger and my index finger to try to like pick up stuff. And I could take it is hard. So for him, to palm of football and be able to throw it and still be like well, executing greatly.
2: Did, what they did was essentially put like a piece of metal from his from the center of In, his palm, yeah. on the inside of his thumb, at a curved angle of the
1: football, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> and then they taped the shit out of it, yeah, yeah. And so he was able to just like hold the form of the football, but every he was torquing his elbow and his shoulder, so basically throwing a football like a more baseball rotation on it, yeah, and getting a lot of down, like snapping his finger down, mm-hmm. and because he dude threw the ball like, I think he clocked at sixty-four mile per
1: hour football, so, something ridiculous.
0: Something. Ho- ho- wait, wait, wait! He threw it at what speed? <laughs> 64, 64 miles per hour. hour? Yeah. I didn't know you could do that. It's the equivalent yeah. of,
2: like, a hundred a like... Oh, no. 64 is equivalent like, of, like, a 98-mile-per-hour fastball. A fastball so yeah. Almost 100 miles an hour. Yeah. Like, they always... Yeah, they're, like, physically, we're not sure someone else can even throw it <laughs> like that, like... The only other person who
1: uh, came close to him was uh, Brian Lefwich because mm-hmm. uh, he used to throw it around. He threw a 62 or a 63, so he got up there a few times. But Derek, his,
2: it, Derek throws a 61 or 62. Yeah. But I like, yeah, they hear that shit on TV. Like, yeah. I remember hearing, on like, Brett Favre, if you hear guys catch, and you could, you, more of the times guys caught the ball out of self-defense because yeah. that shit was coming out of Malahar. Brett Favre broke several receiver's
1: hands when he first came in the yeah.
2: league. Yeah. <laughs> they broke Donald Driver. He dislocated his... Is uh index fingers and his thumbs on a pad? Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was, it was like, I remember one of the best sound bites I've seen. It was like, okay, I remember my, uh Mike Holman comes up to him. He's like, "Can he you throw more? No more rocket balls, okay?" He's like, "Well, I was dinged up." He was like, he said, <laughs> he's like. Mm-hmm. You just broke one guy. He's a, one guy's hand. You just broke the other guy's fingers is dislocated. So only got two more receivers and a few <coughs> tight ends. <laughs> please stop. He was like, "So stop holding like that." He's like, "All right." He's like, "He said like, because what he he said he used to do." He's like, "He used to just drop back and try to just dart it in there as best way possible, but realizing that he's basically he's basically taking dudes' heads out. <laughs> so
2: every, every every window every.
1: Every gap was a window for Brett yeah. Favre, and that's that's another thing. Like one thing about Brett Favre, like he was a gunslinger, and he he would throw in it in tight spaces because he normally could. And then you know how sometimes he'll throw it in the double coverage over, it, but he he get away with it, it was yeah, just Eli. Play. It was just Eli oh. Manning. It looked like he's just throwing it to the defender. Like I can't even <laughs> see. Was like like wait wait what? Like who who are you aiming for? Yeah exactly. Like so. uh... You just trying to keep this game close, or <laughs> you bet on this game? I, I, I see are you betting on this game. I, uh, <laughs> Should I, we call Pete Rose? <laughs> I, see,
2: uh, I, see, I, I see him throw passes, and then like I was like, can I get a wide angle of that play so I could be like, maybe some dude missed a read, or and then sometimes they do. Like they have that spider cam, mm-hmm. like on Sunday Night Football. Yeah, and he throws it, and it's like here's an interception. I'm like, I don't, pay, I don't see what that. you're throwing at you. Like, I mean. I'm trying to give you the benefit of the doubt. That the, obviously the inside route was covered. You threw it on the inside of the goddamn the safety picked it off for God's sakes. What the hell's wrong with you? I mean, that's got that's away the, you, I guess. That's
1: the main reason why I talk so much trash about Eli Manning. Cause but
2: he, then again, he had that one freaking pass that in the Super Bowl to Manningham. Yeah, the sideline no. that looked like he placed it in his hand for no like, that, that was
1: that was probably one of the best one of the best throws I've ever seen Eli thrown. And uh, they said the one thing about Eli Manning, sometimes he'll like throw bonehead interceptions like between the ten and twenty yard range, or whatever. But he he's one of the most accurate deep ball throwers. That's like one of his best thing. He can throw the deep ball really well. But he doesn't throw it often enough. Like when that, that passed Manningham, I was like, God. I was like, Jesus Christ. I was like, God, I don't Oh, God. And not, not only that, my friend Sterling Moore, who I was telling you guys I played with in uh junior college. He they was playing the um they was playing cover two and the safety got over late. So Sterling would like did his ran to a certain depth. The safety got over late. But he positioned the ball at the right perfect spot where Manny had to catch it and get out of balance and both feet. So I was just like, "God, it's ridiculous!" But and I see stuff like that, and I'm just like wondering, like, where these boneheaded interceptions come from? Because right. because I'm a I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan, NFC East Sunday Night Football, NFC East. I mean, basically Sunday Night Football is basically NFC East play. Yeah, like it'll be it'll be the Cowboys, the uh, it'll be the Cowboys, the Giants. Or the Eagles usually. Sometimes the Redskins, but it's usually NFC East play. And if we're not on not on, on Sunday night, we might be on Monday night occasionally. Yeah, or Thursday, or Thursday. So like a lot of times, I got to see like a lot of the dumb plays that he would throw against my Eagles. And so sometimes the times he would kill us. Somehow he would just get hot at the at the certain moments. And then or obviously like their running game was just ridiculous, and their defense was just was just cr- ridiculous too. And then Eli just made a few plays here and there to uh to keep to keep them in the game or to not lose it so that's what i would see like a bunch of times so whenever eli manning was messing up they were like yo eli man stop turning the ball over just we're gonna run it we're gonna run the ball more just throw to one guy and then we're gonna play great defense and sack you guys so that's why i'm like always oh, conflicted because i'm like oh like, he'll have a great year like one time he threw 40 touchdowns or something like that threw for like five thousand yards 17 interceptions <laughs> But then the next year, came back and threw twenty five interceptions, only twenty touchdowns, and had five fumbles. So the, on a year, he had thirty turnovers. So I'm like, which guy are you? But then at the end of the season, he'll get hot. The t- well, the team will get hot, and they'll go to Super Bowl, beat the Patriots again. <laughs> so I'm like, what? What? What is the? What? What is going on here? Like, what? What? Eli, what are you doing exactly? Like, but I can say this: Eli is more clutch his, than his brother in the playoffs and in the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, and here's the pick. Like, here's the playoff picture right now. We've got in the uh, AFC. We've got the New England Patriots, the Cincinnati Bengals, the Denver Broncos, the Houston Texans, and this is all as it stands now. The Kansas City Chiefs and the Pittsburgh Steelers. With the uh, in the hunt, the you've Jets. got the Jets, the Colts. If a miracle happens, <laughs> the, the the Colts, the Jets have to win their next two games. And the Colts have to, have to, sorry, the Jets have to lose their next two games. The Colts have to win their next two games. And then the Jaguars somehow are also in the hunt.
1: Well, that division is terrible too, so that's why. <laughs> yeah, they always say the NFC East is the worst division. No, the AFC South is the worst division <laughs> in the football right now. Like, yeah. what are what are the the Texans seven and seven, and the Colts are six and eight, and then the Jags are six and eight too, I think, and they're all in the hunt.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Well, the Texans, <laughs> yeah, the Texans almost have it clinched now.
1: Yeah. Well, well, I'm saying at one point, they were, uh, the Colts were three and four and leading the, leading the, uh, the division or they were four and eight or something like that. They was, they had like something, it was, I think they were three and four and it was like leading the division and like, it was going to clinch like a, uh, a playoff spot or whatever, like later on. I'm like, and the NFC, I'm like, y'all talk about the NFC East, East is bad. I'm like, Tennessee hasn't even won a game, but there's only a few games out of it. Like, come on now. Like, so that division is just ridiculous. Andrew Luck had a bad year or something i don't know what's going on with that guy um he's he's like i think honestly the pressure got to him and uh they didn't solidify the offensive line enough like you brought in andre johnson frank gore and then your first round pick was philip Dorset, another speedy receiver when you still have a bunch of o-line problems uh you don't really have a great running back like frank gore is good but he's up there in age um we don't have a good backup Mod brash always gets hurt every single year your defense i just feel like they're not for all the money you put into defense for that three-four scheme it's just not the same as it is in baltimore you don't have those big edge rusher guys you don't have like the ray lewis in the middle of the field or terrell Suggs coming off the end you don't have enough impact guys on defense like your secondary is pretty good like i honestly say that your safeties and your corners are pretty good but your pass rush really isn't there your O-line isn't there on offense, so any, Andrew Luck keeps getting hit. You can't really open up holes enough. He's a turnover machine sometimes, but he's he's clutch, so he'll bring you back at the end. But it's just like a long process with that team. It's just it's just something about Indy, you know? Like, they just build up all this firepower on offense, and then they get to the playoffs, and they get blown out by a team who, who, can, who can score points too, but also has a pretty good defense and make you turn the ball over. So it's something about the organization, man, because the same thing happened with Peyton Manning. They surrounded him with a bunch of weapons but the defense was never that go, was never that good um or they were good at certain points but then they uh they drafted well but then they wouldn't re-sign the defensive guys cuz they had all the money tied in on on offense with paid men in this ridiculous deal. So they tried to change the blueprint when while Andrew Luck was like out with uh or, or was on his uh, rookie contract but now they say they're going to sign him to probably make him the richest quarterback in NFL, in NFL history. What I think is
0: but does he deserve it and I don't no, think so
1: no he doesn't deserve it also I wouldn't sign like my quarterback to that kind of the richest uh, quarterback in the in I, like- I
0: I mean look what happened with uh Russell Wilson and uh Ru- Russell Wilson and uh Colin Kaepernick yeah that's all people would talk about two years ago yeah and in two years they've gone to almost complete shit. yeah well not Russell Wilson well Ru- Ru- Russell as like Russell Wilson hasn't been doing great I mean I, I, and with uh, Seattle, I feel like Russell Wilson was never really the key. It was uh, Seattle was always about their defense.
1: I, I I feel like it was. I feel like because you know because when you got the defense was was great, mind that, and Marshawn Lynch was great too. But then like he was like the he was the the one thing you couldn't. He was like so like basically like when the defense came up short and running game was like you could stop that. He was the next thing that could take you over the hump. You know. He was the thing that uh that separates you know great quarterback play because not every game they're gonna be able to keep the they scored the 10 points and you're running and your running back's not gonna be able to get 100 yards but honestly his receivers that's the real weakest to me on on their team like their receivers are terrible they're garbage like but as of late Russell Wilson he threw like 10 touchdowns in the last four games or whatever so he's been hot uh-uh. but Kaepernick absolutely like that like the deal they signed him to was a team friendly deal like him and Andy Dolan signed the same deal like he got 60000000 million, quote-unquote, guaranteed, but it's really a, a year-by-year contract. So on April 1st of every year, we can decide to pick up the option if we want to pay him, and then it's guaranteed from that standpoint. But at any moment, if they don't want to, they can get up out of that contract and basically have... Uh, and like,
0: the Niners are evacuating that contract next year.
1: Well, honestly, they said uh, they might bring him back, but he's going to restructure. Well, the, if they bring the, him back, he's going to restructure. The,
0: the, I mean, here's the thing. He might be good if the Niners get a good quarterback coach. Basically... If uh, Jed York actually hires some quality individuals, yeah. like, for the locker room. Because right now, I mean, like, Niner f- Niners fans, like, the real fans are still going to the games with signs, like, calling for the firing of Jed York. Yeah. or for, I was... so, Not for, for the firing of Jed York, but for Jed York to fucking sell the team.
1: Exactly. I went to the game on Sunday. I was there at the game on Sunday. Me and my friend Edgar, we went to... Uh... To the game and um, Why, why'd you go to
0: that game? I mean, you're it's like like it was neither Eagles nor Bengals and isn't Oakland is Oakland closer?
1: Oakland is closer, but Raiders tickets are one hundred twenty dollars. What? Yes, they're one hundred twenty dollars for the nosebleeds, uh, and Forty ers tickets are the same price as parking, which is forty bucks. Huh. and then it's funny thing about it. Me and my friend bought tickets in advance. Total of our tickets was forty three dollars for like all the extra fees stuff like that. His dad wanted to come with us too. His ticket was twenty five bucks. <laughs> we got to the game, and parking is forty dollars. So, 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 so
0: blackout rules have gotta. So blackout rules have gotta really suck if you're in San Francisco right now.
1: Yeah, but nobody really want to watch the game anyway. So, because they're terrible. And but I have to admit, that stadium is nice. Like this the seats are cushioning is like like it was a great experience to be there like it's a really nice stadium and everything
0: you're, you're like I might have season tickets just it's like I might get season tickets just to enjoy this just to enjoy mm, the uh no
1: nah, I'm not I'm not I don't love it that much because plus it's still like an hour it was like an hour and 17 minutes from my house to where it's at bunch of traffic then like I said there's no parking like we parked at a business where it's quote unquote uh forty nine it's put quote unquote Levi Stadium parking. So it's like they already know that there's no parking in the area. So they take over all the business parking like around like a uh, no four park- block four block radius.
0: Uh, the stadium has shit parking? Yes, it's yeah. terrible. It's terrible. Because
2: the plot of land they built the stadium on wasn't big enough for a stadium.
0: Yeah. Well, it was building up for the stadium,
2: but not the parking lot. And well, the- that's what, that's part of the stadium. You can't just build a sure. building in the middle of nowhere. Yeah,
0: yeah it, it, it's like, yeah. By the way, I mean, I'm I'm kind of amazed the Coliseum hasn't fallen down yet.
2: All right, they still, they got cups and shit like taped to the ceiling to catch like drips <laughs> that are coming through like the cracks and stuff like that. It's pretty crazy. It's oh, an old ass yeah. stadium. The, the A's do their part of keeping it up because there's two teams there. So
0: yeah, I just I just feel for like because I've effort. been to the Coliseum and I feel like I feel like yeah, it's not kept up at all.
1: Mm -hmm. it's not it's a waste of money it was too much money to keep it going but yeah at this point it's more cost effective
2: in the long run just to rip it down and build a new one
1: like I remember I, the one thing I was preaching about I was like why doesn't like I remember before they t- tore down Candlestick I felt the Raiders should have moved there and like rebuilt tore down their stadium and we got to rebuild like that would have been what 2 3 year hiatus that, that'd have
0: been really well, interesting having the Ra- having the Raiders playing in Candlestick
1: I mean it was better than nothing I mean they're going to tear down eventually. it was like a perfect stadium to, even though that stadium's crappy too Yeah well that's, you, that's you, the you, Warriors you, you,
0: yeah but you think there's no parking in a you think there's no parking in Oakland try parking in San Francisco no, but I mean, granted, the but, Bart is isn't too bad from. The...
1: Yeah, but but uh, but uh, but Candlestick still had a, a amazing parking. It had a, it had more way more parking than Levi Stadium. Right. Yeah, it had way more than Levi Stadium because you got to think about it. They had both Giants games and Niners games back in the day, so they had enough parking. Um,
0: yeah, that that, you know, always, that always confused me because they would either call it Candlestick or Three Com depending on who was playing. <laughs>
1: That's that's how it's, it's like. How's it,
0: how's it how's it owned differently depending on who's playing? Yeah,
1: man. NFL. They own NFL. Either. NFL. MLB. Man, you know they don't want you know they want that money for that stadium. So hey, I almost I almost
2: bought there was a, a signed uh, group or uh, three seats from Candlestick signed by Willie Mays for like oh that'd be that'd be awesome for like a thousand like $1,500 or some shit like that. Doesn't that
0: doesn't sound so bad.
2: It doesn't. And I was just like, I remember I was like at AT&T Park looking at it, and my sister's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> She's like, "Why's your hand in your back pocket? And I'm like, no reason. She's like, how are you gonna get that home? And I was like they, they can ship it. I'm sure. I'm sure that's the thing. She's like,
0: <laughs> now that now that would be expensive. Yeah.
2: And she's like, yeah, that's what she said. He goes, that's gonna be expensive. I was like, I can carry it home. So can you carry that home on the Bart? And i was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh,
0: dude, <laughs> uh, by, by, by the Poor way, spe- speaking of the right. Bart, now uh, you should definitely uh, you should like mega bus it from Fresno to San Francisco, and. Uh, Go enjoy that lovely Alamo Draft House.
2: Yeah, they got one in Frisco now. That's pretty pretty awesome. I don't know where they yeah. built it though. Do you know where they built it? Built it? Uh, like, Mission on, on Mission Street. Yep. Oh, I think
1: I know. What's that's market. Not, I'm thinking about. That's not uh, saying much because Mission is like one of the biggest streets in San. Francisco. True. Yeah. <laughs> true, true, it's like
0: it's like it's like it's on the it's... Embarcadero. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> No, 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 I, it's, it's not on the Embarcadero, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, saying it's on Mission is like saying, yeah, yeah it's on Embarcadero, yeah, which wraps Mission, around the entire peninsula.
2: Yeah,
1: I can't remember, is Mission the one that, um, where Powell ends up at? Uh trying to think. Yes, no, it's actually where the Civic Center ends at, so Civics. that's a stop, that's a stop after Powell. Yeah. So it goes, because I used to work, and it was like, oh, it's right off market. I'm like, what part of Market? Because I know,
2: yeah, Market Street. That's that's the one where you like. They got it. Like, if you walk down up and down Market, you can experience like all type of city life,
0: dude. Market is Market is an amazing street, especially if you go to Castro and Market.
2: Yeah, Castro. So you go to Castro. That's where the gays are at. (laughs) And leave it to me that they named the only area where they dumped all the gay (laughs) sailors and fucking they called it Castro. Mm -hmm. And um. Because that's why it's majority gay people. Because the Navy didn't want gay people. Once they found out people were gay, they kind of left them in San Francisco, <laughs> and they send them to Castro.
0: Yeah, but it's like a uh, mission in twenty. 20- it's on uh, like it's on mission between a twenty first and uh, between twenty first and twenty second.
2: Okay, I think I might know where it's at.
1: I have no clue. I have no um, idea. And it's and like it's like,
2: it, it, it's
0: like you know it's next to Bartlett. <laughs> <laughs> I, remember, I, at, I remember one of
2: my first giants games that i went to um me and my sister didn't really know the area we just knew that the um public Giants is like super easy and so we stayed off we stayed in a travel lodge that was right there in castro and um on market and then we're walking out like massage parlor massage parlor club massage parlor bar massage parlor I go what the fuck kind of area is just taco trips <laughs> 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 and then it hit us we're like oh shit so we went to this bar called Buck Tavern, and Buck like ta- I've been Buck, there. Buck Tavern, uh-huh. yeah, it's like it's like a hole in the wall, and everything's mm-hmm. red. It's the only place. I was like, this is maybe this is the day before the game. Uh, it's like three o'clock in the morning, or like uh-huh. we're on our way back because like we were like, oh, let's go to Powell and all that stuff. That's like a fucking two mile walk from where we're at.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so
1: yeah, by
0: the way, the new why? by the way, the new draft house is right is a uh, two blocks from the twenty fourth, the twenty fourth Street Bart.
1: Oh, that's an admission. That's a mission. I
0: told you it's a mission.
1: Yeah,
2: I, but we're just talking about market. Anyway, so we go to uh, Buck Tavern. I walk in there. I'm like, oh, I got to use the restroom because, uh, like I said, walking back from like drinking, and then he got a two-mile walk. So by the time I got there, my buzz was already gone.
3: <laughs> and uh, sweated it out and everything.
2: But now we passed like a, a homeless couple that was arguing. One late the lady was in a wheelchair, the dude had two crutches. I was like, this is fucking amazing. Some <laughs> some lady some lady was uh or some lady was trying to hustle me to get into the the nudie nudie movie sh- place. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh whatever lady, get away from me. And so I walked we walk into Buck Tavern and I was like, Oh shit, this is cool. This is one of the only restrooms that I could be like, I feel not because it was gay, it was a great gay bar. But the fact that it was just fucking filthy, mm-hmm. like, it was just, it was bad. And for me, a dude, I've been to bathrooms in Mexico. <laughs> me to say that this bathroom was bad, I was just like, ah, I'm going to piss from a distance and get the fuck out. I'm going catch something in here. Well, you know. Well, was you know it,
0: hold on, hold on, time out. <coughs> was it a trough? Was it a trough or a wall? It was a trough. Okay, because like I said, I'm like, I was, try, I was trying to figure out what's scummier. I don't know if it's scummier to have the ice trough. Or the wall that you piss against. You know what I'm talking about?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't. Can you please enlighten me?
2: It's essentially just a. It's an angled. Yeah, it's a. It's it's an pile and then there's just like a little collection area on the bottom, so the water doesn't overflow and fall out. And Mm -hmm. you just walk up to the edge and piss. Mm, Okay. No, like barriers. No, no, they just pissing against a wall.
1: Oh, okay, okay. okay, As God intended. I got you. Uh, also, the reason why uh, that bathroom was so disgusting and look and look nasty because um, if it was a gay bar. A lot of guys have sex in there. So um, probably.
0: You mean, know what, you know I what? Didn't... If you if you've ever worked retail, you know the family restroom, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. It should be called the perfect. family planning restroom.
1: Yeah, yeah, no shit. Perfect spot. Yeah, it's, it's huge. A lot of space in there, or uh, I've heard the uh, the handicap stall bathroom stalls the bur- perfect one. You know, just go on there. Got a bunch of room. Do what you want. Keep it going. Get that nice. Get that uh, so-called piss, aka jizz, out. You know, you go about your day.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. So, speaking of the Bay Area, <laughs> let's talk Bay about l- l- let's talk about something. How how are the Warriors twenty six and one, and their one loss is to the was Bucks. it the, the Milwaukee Bucks? Because
2: the Bucks are just streak breakers, man. They be- did it back in the day. Yeah, broke the Lakers' streak from the thirty three game win streak. So might as well do it again.
0: Yeah, I mean, granted, like the Warriors are still on fire, but that was a weird game to lose to. I mean, they during that time, I believe they played the Cavaliers. They they basically played the number one in every conference, and or is it called a division in basketball?
1: Mm-hmm. I have no clue. I actually, and honestly, um, the Bucks just have our number. Honestly, like I remember. The year before, when we were doing good, we lost to we had beat the Cavs, the Lakers, uh, Spurs, and a bunch of well, other teams. Right, right now, it doesn't team. take
0: mu- right now it doesn't take much to beat the Lakers.
1: Well, I mean, well, it was like the Lakers was still ki- kind of okay. I mean, it's a name, but the Bucks was the team we lost to the Bucks twice, I believe. The Bucks just have our number. it Seems like so. If we ever play them in the playoffs, we would probably lose. So keep losing, the Bucks. <coughs> All right.
0: Well, is it Milwaukee? Is that's East Coast, right? Nah, it's like Midwest. Well, yeah, I mean, but as far as basketball goes, let me take a look real quick because I'm looking at the NBA standings here. Yeah, the Buccaneers are the Buccaneers. <laughs> the Buccaneers. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, so sorry, Buccaneers. the The Buccaneers are number 13 in the Eastern Conference right now.
2: The Buccaneers? What the hell are you talking about? God,
0: God. All right, all right. The milky Bucks. God, the Buck. Why am I? Saying? Damn it! We just got done talking about
3: it. Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: Uh, i'm sucking right now but yeah that's the nba standings uh like that that's the only thing really to talk about in the nba i mean the spurs are still the spurs you know the cavaliers are still the cavaliers like i said the one blemish right now on an otherwise perfect season for the warriors is the milwaukee bucks yep which is who drafted me in nba 2k17 and i kind of wish uh I, I, will you played it now right you've you've play, yeah. you played the career. What do you think of career mode in NBA 2K16? Um, ridiculous. Uh,
2: <clears throat> I I get I get why you can't make your player look like a normal human being. Like everybody, every everybody, every feature you choose has dominantly like black features. It's really <laughs> weird. I try to make my dude look like me, and I just end up looking like some Korean dude because all the voice movements are set to a certain, all the mouth movements are set to a certain thing. So if I try to make the dude's, like, facial structure look like mine, it looks all fucked up. <laughs> so trying to get past that was pretty funny. Um, the actual, the gameplay, I, that, it really sold me on the game. Man, that game is pretty fun. And to learn, like, the button combinations and all that stuff it was 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 pretty cool picking it up. A- and, um,
0: and you start out sucking in the game.
2: Yeah, you start out really, really horrible. And Sam was like, How? he goes, I hate you. And I was like, why? And he's like, Cause you like, cause you understand the game enough to under, like, know that you can't just go cover whoever has the ball. It's Like, well, yeah, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I have to cover a guy, and have to keep the game. What I, the, what I, I, what I, what the game does really well is like the movement away from the basketball. Players are actively trying to get open and then throwing picks. And, yeah,
0: and, and, and it even tells you like, it's like screen, screen. Yeah. Or in my case, screen, screen, Stoop you stupid son of a. We're trying to tell you to set up a screen. Go up, yeah.
2: Go uh, <laughs> either go over or go under to figure out. I was pretty good at defense. Setting up offensive plays, I couldn't get a hang of. It was weird, but uh, I also didn't have enough time. Like I was just playing it straight through, rushing through stuff. Um, those the cool thing is that the, the college pitches. That was pretty cool. That was, oh, I, I oh, 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 that was take,
0: re, that was really cool. The, the, yeah, having... <laughs> I wish
2: it would take that mechanic into the Madden. Oh man, I'd, yeah, I play the. Out of that,
0: yeah. He, here's, here's the thing, also, with that is uh, like actually in the new Madden, I do like the uh draft mode that you get uh-huh. where you can like build a team, you build your ultimate team by yeah. drafting the players one by one,
2: like oh. it's like the fantasy draft,
0: yeah. The fantasy draft mode, yeah,
3: yeah,
0: yeah. It's actually pretty cool. You start with a coach, and then so you know, you can try to I would his, be
2: a quarterback. Yeah, Who, who's uh, we already know it's gonna be Cam Newton for Corday.
1: <laughs> How do you know? How did you? <laughs> because
2: I, honestly, if I'm building a team right now, um, it's hard to argue with not picking him. Yeah, okay. Um, I would to pick him because he's young still. I probably roll with Derek because Derek, Derek, I can make Derek do things in a video game that he should be doing in real life, like taking off and running with the ball here and there. And he's pretty mobile. Oh, for
0: for for, yeah. for 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 safety, can I get Stephen A. Smith? Because man, that man can backpedal. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: shit! You better lock him up at DB, man. Like it'd be it'd be pretty dope to do that. Um, I was, I used to do that with my cousins back in the day when we used to like go to each other's house like every every weekend we'd like pick a team my cousin art would always pick the raiders so i'd have to pick the uh, lions and then uh, we just kind of draft our teams
0: by the way, I appreciate you laughing at that joke, Corday. Yeah, no yeah. problem, no problem, man. Because it's true. <laughs>
2: Stephen A. says some shit, but I'm glad that he just says some shit too. Yeah. He'll apologize for it, but at least he has the balls <laughs> to say it too.
0: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and, and the funny thing is, I've never heard someone that sounded less apologetic when they apologize. Yeah, that's what I love about
2: him. <laughs> I, I, don't get me wrong; like, it, he's annoying to me, but I respect. Really? Yeah, he's annoying to me. Really? Uh, because sure. to me, well, now because now it seems like he's doing it on purpose or an act. Okay like, uh, but man, do I respect him as like a whatever he says? I'm like, okay, I can see that like I respect him as as a sports journalist, yeah, because when what really won me over was the whole Mark Cuban thing when uh the tapes from the Clippers coach. Came Out or owner was a Clippers owner,
1: yeah.
2: Lakers, Super- like, yeah. Uh, and that was a Lakers, was it us? I can't even remember. No, I mean, I mean, LA Clippers, LA Clippers. Yeah, Clippers. And when that stuff came out, and then Mark Cuban came out and said he what he said, and he backed up Cuban. I was like, okay, this is a dude that gets it, and he's gonna play, he's not gonna just be the victim here. Cause there's some people that'll be like that, like that'll be able to play the race card, but only play it in certain times. Mm-hmm. He plays it every time, so I was like, yeah, "There we go, yeah. I can get behind that.
1: Yeah. That's real, right there. That's real. Real, that one... real, if you will." That was the one time I disagree with him. I'm Like, are you serious? But then he had a he had, his point was so strong, I had to respect his exactly. point. I was like, he was like, because we're talking about we're talking about someone who is having a, a a conversation with his lover, his personal space. His household. Now, if we're gonna start talking about what people say in their household, you don't want to hear me what I think stuff about my households. <laughs> I'm just like, well, that's the point you making right there. I was like, dang, Stephen, I like you, but I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs>
2: I, and, I don't like Skip. 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 Skip, some, yeah. Skip. Skip. is too. Yeah.
0: I, well, I, is um, I, I, I love. I love hearing Skip Bayless talk about boxing because he gets yeah. passionate. He.
2: Yeah, he does. My my favorite ESPN analyst is a uh, SVP man, Scott Van Pelt. That dude is, is a fucking. Yeah, that dude's fucking real. It used to be Stuart Scott, but you know, God oh, rest dude. his soul. Yeah. God rest his soul. Stu's saying, uh, Stu's up there, uh, fucking updating games or uh, broadcasting games in heaven right now. Yeah, and but yeah, Scott Van Pelt to me is a fucking realist. That dude, they he is so like the They tried to bury him at that super late, the super late show on ESPN. Yeah, and he they made tried the to pick, most out of it. And he and made, he some. is yeah, cause he, he is just he is fuck it. Y'all gonna put me back here? I'm yeah. gonna say whatever the fuck I want.
1: Yeah. That's so why I'm really wondering. I'm like, wait, so he's doing <laughs> Sports Center after the game in New York, and it' like 12 a.m. over there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the. Are you serious? Y'all, damn, y'all messed up for that. But then he making like, where's Van Pelt? He's coming up with a bunch of creative stuff. I'm like, hey, man. And then does, does he do like an afternoon radio show too? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, yo, he's he's getting these coins though.
2: And, yeah. And, but he's never been, he, I think, I honestly think Stuart Scott kept him like pretty, because uh, Scott Van Pelt, if you look early in his career, he yeah. got like suspended for a lot of stuff because he'd just say whatever the fuck he wanted. Yeah, and um, and then Stu kind of like kept him down. And s- him and Stuart Scott were pretty pretty close. They did yeah. the ESPN the the ten o'clock show like for years.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
2: remember. And that. Man. I
1: the player when you see me in the streets. Yes, one of our favorite. It's cooler line. than cooler than the other side of the pillow. The pillow. Man, God, man, listen, God, that was that man was great. Truly a great analyst. Right, my bad, I interrupted. What were you saying?
0: Oh no, I was like. No. <laughs> Yeah, no, like like I said, it was it's just <laughs> no. I, I was cracking a joke about about Stephen A. Smith, and we started talking about analysts. But uh, yeah, it's a uh, it, it's it's kind of it's kind of interesting when the stuff that's been coming out because, like you know what you know who I want to hear talk about this, and I have and I haven't heard talk about all this, especially like what's going on with like you know these sports players that got to be role models and shit like that. Yeah, where's uh where's Charles Barkley when you need him to?
1: <laughs> All right. so, uh the Phoenix Suns, uh, no one's a Warriors fan. Uh uh Shack, you know uh, uh you was terrible at the free throw line. Uh <laughs> uh back in this this uh this this current Charles, Warriors Charles, can team. You get your skills taken away from you from a monster. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, this this current uh uh Warriors team could not beat the ninety-five or ninety-six Bulls. <laughs> can its uh, team beat that that fucking team? <laughs> That's what I was saying. It was, it was like it was like, could could you think the Warriors could beat this team? Hell no. Hell
2: no. <laughs> maybe maybe the the like the eighty eighty eight Lakers, eighty nine Lakers. Maybe the, maybe the odd. maybe the ninety
0: but, maybe the ninety-two te- maybe the ninety-two 92- uh, Olympic, you know, dream team, <laughs> but that had Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen <laughs> on it. So you know, uh, like, weren't three of the players on that team Chicago Bulls?
2: Right, three of the starters. Yeah,
1: I think so. Yeah, it's uh, Scotty <laughs> Rodman and Jordan. Oh yeah, yeah, Rodman. I was, I was like, I was like, who was the third one, but I forgot Rodman. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Rodman used to play
1: basketball. <laughs> no, I remember that. No, I was, just, I was just trying to remember uh, who the third one, who the third guy. Oh yeah, come on, man. Rodman was one of my favorite. The rebound hound. No, no lie, growing up. You know, I didn't really care too much about sports and, uh, and my- Michael Jordan because I was still young. So, like, my dad would always try to get me to sit down and, like, watch the game with him. But I had, like, too much energy. But the person who I always gravitated towards was Dennis Rodman because it was hair. I just thought he was a crazy dude. I just thought it was cool. You know, colors. Oh yeah, yeah, snap! Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he had and personality. He, yeah, he, he had was like he was the only
0: player with personality during his time.
1: Yeah, so that was uh that's what that's what got me in. you know and then I, I'm like look back on it like dang I I was really missing out on the great Michael Jackson Michael Jordan <laughs> Jackson Michael Jordan to go play some to play Yoshi's Island like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what I could have did back in those days, you know. But, hey, man, I was a kid. I wanted to be outside and enjoy stuff. Or if I wasn't outside, I wouldn't be playing a video game. So,
0: Yeah, and like I said, there's, uh, there's not much to say in the world of hockey. I mean, it's about to start heating up after the new year because it'll start getting closer to that <laughs> NSR, NHL postseason. I will say that right now, fucking, the uh, Washington Capitals and the Dallas Stars are on fire. I mean, they are leading their conferences. Uh, Montreal's not doing too bad, and – I'm pissed because the L.A. Kings are still beating the San Jose Sharks, and right now, like looking at the looking at the uh, playoff picture, not looking at the playoff picture, but looking at the standings right now, the central the central division of the NHL is doing like just is just doing a shit ton better than the uh, Pacific Division because right now the Sharks, having played 33 games, are at 34 points and the kings are in the lead of the division having played 42 points the lowest team in the central division right now has has 32 points at 33 games damn and the, and the highest team has a uh, 52 points where the lowest it's a uh, but the ducks are the lowest team in the Pacific right now, so that's kind of so That's nice to
2: see. college isn't or college hockey isn't wins and losses. it's how many points you score?
0: Well it's it's wins and losses. It's uh two points for a win, no points oh. for a loss, one po- point for an overtime loss. It, it really it needs to go it needs to do the same thing as uh, what the rest of the world calls football, or as we call it here in the state soccer uh-huh. uh, where it needs to be three points for a win. That way, and then maybe like one point for an overtime loss or I keep draws in because, because, uh, here's the thing in hockey for a win, you get two points, and for an overtime loss, you get one point. One point isn't a big difference, how yeah. And they changed this back in the day with the uh, with like Premier League and shit because they realized this if you're playing for three points for a win, but if you have a draw, it becomes one point. Two points per like uh, sacrificing two points is a lot bigger deal. Yeah, like when it comes to standing, especially when like there's, especially as many games as get played in the NHL. Because mm-hmm. if you, because uh, right now, like if, uh, like uh, let me let me take a look at the teams right now. <sighs> like uh, just using my team and uh, like my team and the Kings as a comparison. Or not Kings. Okay, I'll use my team and the Canucks. Like right now the sharks have 15 uh, sorry 16 wins 15 losses and two overtime losses so that means they've gotten 32 points from their wins and two points from their overtime losses while the canucks who are right behind the sharks have 12 wins where they've gotten two point 24 points from those wins but they've gotten nine points from their nine overtime losses now if that if that was uh if that was different if it was three points per mm-hmm. instead that would be the uh that would be uh, let's see, thirty-six. That'd be thirty-six points plus nine points, so that would be forty-five points. Where the team below them would have forty-five points on uh, just from their fifteen wins, yeah. and their two overtime losses would be. Uh, and the two overtime losses would give them one point. That would bump them up to forty-seven. So it really, like you notice that gap would become much more. That gap would become much more significant between winning games. It it well, yeah. it inspire more competitive play. That too. Yeah, regulation if, if
2: you if you know at a certain point you know, it was like,, all right, we just play for the tie or play for the if we lose, we just go into overtime, yeah or if, or or, it, or if it didn't really shift anything to,
0: yeah, or if they did it so that uh so that it was like three points for a win, two ti two points for a win in overtime, but one point for a loss in overtime, that'd be if you did go into overtime, you'd either have to be like, okay, do we wanna play aggressive or do we wanna risk <coughs> losing those two points? And losing overtime. Why don't they just
2: go off of wins and losses, and then tiebreakers be set settled by goals?
0: Yeah, uh, because because NHLPA. I mean, last time, <laughs> last time this was brought up, there was a lockout. Uh... Mm-hmm. Well, I mean this this didn't cause the lockout. It was money that caused the lockout. As It always is because because you know, owners don't want to pay up for their hockey teams.
1: And didn't didn't hockey miss like a whole season because of that lockout?
0: Yes. Yeah. And
1: it happened like twice, right? Uh no, the second time
0: we just the second time we just missed two thirds of a season. Okay. Or three fifths of a season, depending on you. yeah, how much math you want to
2: do? That's why I always say you make sure you buy your Girl Scout cookies. That's what's funding the NHL right
3: now. <laughs> <That's too
0: laughs> Seriously though, it like it pisses me off that every eight years there's a possible lockout in the NHL because that's that's how often the teams and the players union get together for a contract. And that's what it is. It's it's a matter of the uh, owners and the players union kind of having a pissing contest against each other. I mean, there was wasn't there almost an NFL lockout last year?
1: No, it was several
0: it was years
2: ago. But the refs, the refs had the lockout. Yeah. The refs, and
0: was, yeah, we saw how that.
2: <laughs> we saw that ended up. It's not the fucking not that much of a difference right now. They've been seeing so many fucking horrible calls in the NFL this year. And Cordy, you're an offensive lineman. Yeah. Apparently, every offensive defensive. Apparently, every offensive line in the NFL is fucking perfect now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I haven't seen a holding penalty until the Raider game against the Packers in, like, six weeks. You know what? That is very true. I'm, not, I'm thinking about. <clears throat> that is. I'm like, I, look, I'm all for it. Let the boys play. But if you're going to say a defensive lineman can't hit a quarterback, you know, face-masking penalties, even if you just
1: touch it, it's a 15-yarder. Mm. Then you got to at least, I mean, holding has to at least be called, man. Yeah. What did you – what did you think about the um, the Vontez birthday hit on uh, Ben Roethlisberger? Uh, not this not this past week, but the week before. Oh the yeah,
0: I wish we, yeah. That's I, I, man, man, I'm, that was a hit. I, I'm
2: I'm not I'm the wrong guy to ask about this. Anytime you get to a quarterback, they're a football player. If he has the ball, you can hit him. Don't try to hurt nobody. But that whole like uh, hitting him in the head, I was like, would you rather have him get hit up high or mm. have his fucking leg get broke? Yeah. This is
0: 250, uh, w- 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 Would I prefer a broken leg or a broken brain? I'd take a broken bone over a broken brain any day.
2: Yeah, but the the brain that there's stuff to protect your your head, and he's not going to hit him helmet to helmet. He's going to hit him. He's going to catch him like in the shoulder, or some stuff like that.
1: Wrong. Okay, he said it wrong. <coughs> would you Would you rather miss a game or miss the season and probably career end your career? Felix, um, I'm at Felix, I'm talking to you. Uh, okay, I, all right, I can I can that, get what you I can understand. That's, that's the argument they usually make. But no, I. But the uh, back to the Vontaze hit, like um, he said he got pushed in, and honestly, like I don't think it was like that bad. Like I've seen like because a lot of times, got like because okay, I'm a oh I played O line and D line right. A lot of times you do fall forward, and a lot of times people do push in you. And they said, well, no, he got fine because he he was egregious and he like he ran it to Ben Roethlisberger's leg. The funny thing about it is his teammate actually pushed him. Like, he got past <laughs> yeah. the guy. And then you clearly see his teammate's arm extends into the back of, like, Bontez. And, like, it keeps, like, they're, like, it's, like, this egregious hit, this egregious hit. And every time they keep running the back, his teammate's arm just keeps pushing him. It just keeps pushing him. and just keeps, I'm, like, so we're not taking the fact that his it, it, that arm right there by his teammate looks like it's right in his back and he's pushing him towards him. Like, are we do we not see that on ESPN? And we're right here, and you guys keep rewinding. Do you not see that? Yeah, like because I'm like, because sometimes you know, when you're in like a pile like that, you're just trying to push people, you're just trying to get to the quarterback, get sacks, get money, right? Mm-hmm. So, I'm just like, you do not see that push by his teammate, like it's like you, a guy was already falling forward, and then he gets okay. pushed into like his knees, or whatever. And I'm just, just like, it's a dirty hit, shouldn't have done it. It was it. You know, Vontez is a kind of a borderline player when it comes to like his actions, at least like at, like on the field. Sometimes yeah. but that honestly, that play was like you know, I felt was like that wasn't that one wasn't dirty. It was just like how they say because I've seen a lot of guys be pushed or fall into the guy's knees, and I would throw the flag on that. But I'm like, that's what I'm if saying. Like it's... if you're being pushed by offensive linemen, like because especially because you could always tell like if you're pushed or not because the distance from like from like where you started to fall to where you land to the knees if you got there like still somehow got there more than likely you were pushed because like if you're at a far enough if you're like 5 to 6 yards away from the quarterback but somehow you still got to his knees more than likely you're pushed because your moment if you like if the quarterback's throwing it more, more than likely your momentum's not going to carry you all the way to the 5 or 6 yards while falling like at an <laughs> angle like you would that's just fall thing. probably two or three years and that's that's why I hate the Tom Brady rule because I played inside of the line.
2: There's a lot of people in that area
1: exactly. Exactly,
2: you know, of- and I—I—I I, I don't know how many times I bust a spin move and had to drop below. Yeah. So I, the, I get off the block, and then like I'm coming out of my spin, mm. basically with the knee on the ground, planning and just lunging kind of forward and hitting my my helmet would hit like right in the gut of some quarterbacks. You know?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I was like, man, in the NFL, you're gonna do that. I mean, I'm just I'm just trying to do my job.
1: What this team pays me to do, yeah. I don't want to hurt nobody. But this is the nature of the damn position. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times, um, I would lose my footing a bunch of times. Like try to do a spin move or something like <laughs> stuff, but it was like I was quick enough to get back up. So sometimes I would make a move and kind of slip a little bit because we played because like we played on the grass, like you know. So it was like so by the end of the year, it was just mud. Yeah, so playing on <laughs> yeah. So playing on mud with that home field advantage, there was a lot of slippage, and you know, I didn't. And- my cle- I had some Vicks, but you know, they didn't. The cleats didn't go deep into the mud, so. You ever watch a Ra- watch this past Raider games? Like you see what fucking horrible turf looks like. Oh yeah. No, watch watch the um watch the Raiders game or watch the Steelers games when um after like they had the high school players had their bowls and everything. Oh yeah. Like, their their field used to be terrible. Like you'd be like, what's up with this field? And like you would see uh you see like the uh the middle of the field was just terrible or one side of the field was just terrible. Like. What's happened? Oh, they played uh the high
2: two Yeah, Pittsburgh, bl- Pittsburgh played, Pittsburgh and Penn State played.
1: Yeah, it was like it was like Pittsburgh, Penn State played, then like oh high school champ and two high school championships was held here, and then they had a home game with the Steelers. Like like what? Y'all didn't decide to like redo this field <laughs> all or like maybe postpone this game and have it away so you can feel better next week. <laughs> like, nah, we're
2: <laughs> so, so it feels better next week. Well, that's yeah. what the like in the Raider game, you could tell, like, uh, between the hashes, there was a brand new, uh, brand new side, and I was like, that's gonna get destroyed, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you just saw it, everybody was slipping and sliding out all over the place. I was like, well, yep, that that's what's gonna happen, yeah. And that's- yeah, I, I don't, it's, I, I think the quarterback's too good back to our point, I guess. I think the quarterback's too protected
1: now, yeah, especially Big Ben cuz he's listed okay right big ben is listed at 250 right 250 yeah, before, he put, before he gets a good meal and puts
2: his
0: pads on maybe yeah cuz i'm like yeah. i'm i'm 250 and i'm like a foot shorter than big ben Big
1: Ben, I feel, I feel and I, like, and I feel like Big Ben's a more muscular guy than I am. No, nah, I think Big Ben's built like Sam. Honestly, I want to. Yeah,
2: point. if he if he stand, if Big Ben's like if he stand a bullfrog up mm-hmm. on his two feet because that dude don't got no legs, but man, he's all upper, he's all torso. He's like yeah, just like Sam, like short legs and all torso, all torso, and he has a double chin.
1: Like in beginning of the year, he looks a he's little out small, of, he's out of shape. Cam Newton, essentially. Yeah, well, he's yeah. the white version of Cam Newton. You know, he doesn't have that. He doesn't have the genetics or the physical physical features you know of a black man that they like to say genetics that were built who came from animals not kind of racist stuff no. <laughs> I don't know
0: about animals just... no no it, it was just, was, it, it, was it, just it's just so like how you breed a show it was, horse it was, yeah pretty much it's, yeah. Yeah. it's called eugenics eugenics <laughs>
1: eugenics but uh, by, 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 the way. By, by
0: the way by the way speaking of speaking of black individuals uh the, this was kind of a funny story from last week, and maybe we'll kind of end on this but uh you know uh Canada has a really interesting kind of I won't say it's a problem, but th- there's there's a couple there's a French language advocacy group in Canada that's been stirring up controversy over a, a player on the Montreal Canadiens, PK Subban. Okay. okay. Uh, the, the because uh they said because the French announcers when they say his name they say PK Subban instead of saying it the proper French way, which would have been instead of PK it'd be P.K.
2: P.K. Subban.
0: Yeah, and uh, Subban they asked him about that, and he's like, just call me Denzel. Huh? <laughs> He, and and the funny thing is, like, I, I I I wonder what it's like to be one of these athletes, like a PK Subban or like a Joel Ward, where they people were constantly saying the African American players, like, dudes from Canada, it's like, oh, or, <laughs> yeah. or, or, or like Colin Powell, the African American, like, it's like dude, it's like dudes from the Caribbean, yeah.
2: <clears throat> right? People from the Caribbean, or like uh, I got a um a buddy uh, is my sister's um one of my sister's bosses, and he's like, if somebody straight up asked him. What do you call black people in England? He's like
0: people. He's like yeah. I, I asked. <laughs> I, I asked one of my English friends. I go. I'm like. After, I'm like. Is there? Is I was like. Is there a like? What do you call black people in British? In, in Britain, he goes British. British, <laughs>
2: British person.
0: <laughs> well, like like a uh, like a freaking like Idris Elba. People were complaining about Idris Elba playing James Bond. It's like he's actually English. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the other James Bonds have been like Scottish and Welsh and.
1: In terrible,
0: yeah, it's like it's like it's like it's like Idris Elba as Bond would actually be a English an English Bond, yeah, exactly.
1: But then I think the biggest fear is that a black dude will be fucking all that white women. So then that they can't make that. <laughs> <movie> <laughs> did, 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 make the Bond did,
0: girl did, black, did, 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 black. Didn't, didn't they? Didn't they say? Well, you can't make a blonde Bond girl black. I mean, you have to kind of ease into it. That's why they had Halle Berry, you know, yeah. a, a lovely half black Bond girl, yeah, Melata, as you will.
1: But no no one ever remembers that. They just say she's black, so.
0: Well, they only say she's black because she's successful. Like Trevor Noah said, you're a half-breed until you get success. Like, even Obama, he was a half-breed, and he became black once he... Actually became president.
1: Well, actually, until we knew who he was, so <laughs> God damn I, I still don't understand how is it. What's it,
2: Ted Cruz? at the fucking Canadian?
0: Yes, Ted Cruz is I a have, Canadian. I have no clue how this is
2: even happening. Nobody's even bringing it up.
0: Oh, 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 no, no, no. Oh, you didn't hear? Because of the Naturalization Act of 1948, he is a he is an American. He is a natural born. He is a natural born American because his mother. Was an American citizen at the time of his birth, which nobody has brought up in the past eight years, where it might have possibly been relevant.
1: Right, right, <laughs> right, not at all. No one was checking people's birth. Wanted to see anyone's birth certificate to make sure that he uh, was born here. A president was born here. No, 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 nobody
0: named Donald Trump was really suggesting that the current president of the United States, right, <laughs> needed no to one. show the people his birth certificate. Yeah, oh, exactly. Man. Right. Just hearing the name Donald Trump. <laughs> well, what what I love is what I love on that one. And oh, okay, we'll end on Trump a bit. I, like, has Trump ever? No, Trump. Trump did own a sports team. Trump owned one of the uh, last UFL. AL teams. Yeah, UFL. UFL sorry.
1: He he uh, he he burned that league to the ground <laughs> on purpose, I believe. He sabotaged that league because uh, it was very like everyone was like, "Yo, you know this team's is like this league's doing well. we we're, we're pretty successful. We had like eight teams." And then all of a sudden, when Trump came in, he was like, okay, well, we're doing good or whatever, but we want to enlarge it. So they went from eight teams to, like, 15 or 60. Like, they basically doubled. And then not only that, he moved the teams from the spring to the uh, to the fall. But the TV contracts were already, was already with the NFL, so they went team, of course, went bankrupt. And then it was like, uh, it was like you know, I'm suing or whatever, but basically... Trump was like a businessman or whatever, right? He, he knew people in the NFL and they wanted to get rid of the league. So what did he do? He sabotaged the UFL and probably made Just, out with a bunch of money.
0: Yeah, and, and but, yeah, he and, did. Yeah, and and yeah. people and people are uh, people are like uh, people are now getting mad about him saying stuff. It's like it's like have you not been listening to the shit he said about Mexicans for the past? That's a, the, that, the way that you, everybody rallied behind him, you fucking racist sons of bitches! Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, and, and then he gets to Muslims and it's like you can't
2: generalize a oh. whole group of people. I know, he just did it. That's how he got it the fucking head of steam. Yeah, God, you can shit. That's fuck. That's for a different podcast. <laughs>
1: I mean, I can't, I can't vote for somebody who has terrible hair, God. terrible hairpiece, who has hair plugs. I can't. You know, you make a decision. Not only that, Donald Trump has the ugliest looking face I've ever seen on a white man before. And and, of,
0: and don't forget, Donald Trump wants to bang his daughter. Yeah, oh man, that's yeah. disgusting.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Ah, I mean, but have you seen his daughter though? (laughs) Yeah, we can see. Yeah, we can. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Well, probably not his daughter.
2: (laughs) Oh, I I don't. That. That. that I hope, but no, not that. Fuck it. Sports.
0: Sports. Right. Sports. Oh, speaking of, let's let's weigh in on this controversy from this controversy from the land of fuckery. (laughs) So, Corday. Yeah. What do you think should be the qualifications to win Sports Person of the Year? Um. Like, I'll give you mine. I think you have to have be a person who's had a freaking outstanding (coughs) year. Like, you know, Sports Person of the Year. You had to have like maybe a career defining year, or at least show your exemplary. Show that you're still an exemplary participant despite a storied long career for your sport. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that makes for a good sports person of the year.
1: I think you have to play a sport and be relevant in that sport. I think you have to be have to play a sport, either have a dominating year that was just just straight, try transcend uh, it all in your field, or have a, had a great career achieving moment within that year that like broke a record that's been standing for like an incredible amount of time
0: you know what? i think we've all made good points you know what i think oh, we also forgot to mention and i think this is a uh, relevant uh
1: you have to be human
0: yeah you have to be a person <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh god! god. It. They gave it to a robot? No, no, no a horse. No, no, the they, they, they the didn't running, give it to the horse. Right? They gave it to Serena Williams, who her high and legs are built like a horse, and, right, and man, I mean that, and I mean that, and I and I mean that in the most complimentary way possible. God, she it, generates please, so right. much. She's generates so much power, and she is just so dominant in her sport. I mean, I don't think Serena uh, Serena Williams, you know, with a Grand Slam, only lost two matches this entire year. Yeah, yeah. she is definitely deserving of that accolade. Accolade, and she, people were getting. She's
1: definitely one of the best athletes ever. Like not even female yeah. athletes, athletes. Athletes, Period. Yeah, period. Her, yeah. Her uh, her condition. The horse that was in it.
0: Oh, uh, people! People were saying that you know, American Pharaoh being the. Uh, First triple, triple crown, crown, crown winner crown. in 37 years should have won sports person Even of the, the year. jockey, if you're gonna give it, to <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, I'm like, and no one, no one was saying, you know, give it to the jockey. Who, by the, the way, a Mexican. And and the, and, the, and also, and also with that, the jockey, he came so close. And this the was fine. Yeah, not just the year before, like two two years in a row. Yeah, he's with he's Californ- wrote, uh, he wrote California Chrome. Yeah, he, California Chrome. He came California so close had- twice. To getting right. that triple crown, and he finally achieved it this year. If they'd have gotten, if they'd have gotten that, <laughs> Lauren, fuck fucking Lauren, Lauren puts. I thought a puppy won from the puppy bowl. I got excited. <laughs> 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 but, but I mean, yeah, he's a, uh, and I can't even name him. I feel bad. I'm gonna look him up right now just so I can actually name him on the podcast.
1: I feel like I should meet Lauren since we're both like she's probably within a five to ten minute. Like, make drive. make sure
0: if you meet Lauren, there's an adult present, yeah. huh?
1: Make sure you meet Lauren. There's an adult present. Oh, I didn't mean like that. I'm okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> did not mean like that. I'm not Jared. Okay. This is not Jared. I'm not trying to. She's oh, not oh, that young, bro. Yeah.
0: She's not 16. She's, uh, She's 17.
1: 17. Oh, cool. oh wow, huge difference.
0: <laughs> still, still, legal, But uh, God, I'm trying. I'm looking for oh, the you know, Juliet Act or whatever the fuck. That I- is. I'm looking at the. Uh, sorry, I'm-, I'm trying to find who the uh, jockey was and did a dent raising career. Silks so, of Zayat Stables, the owner... Why is the owner Uh, I think
2: something's... Z... Hey, Cordex finally popped up on video. Oh, okay. hey. oh yeah, so
0: as well. Nice. Hey. Uh, Let's see. I'm, I'm trying to find the name of the... At the
1: end of the podcast. Right? God, who, who is the
0: who is the jockey? I'm feeling bad. I need to... Uh...
1: It's all right. It doesn't matter. It,
0: it, it does matter because, I mean, like I said, that game... That guy came so close... Two years in a row to to get Victor Espinosa Oh, Victor Espinosa Thank you.
2: I, I wanted this. I was like Venezuela or something like that. I, I want to say Espinosa but I couldn't. I couldn't. I didn't want to be like, yeah, it was this guy, and then be way off. <coughs> but yeah, Victor Espinoza. He's a Mexican. They bought California California Chrome for like two thousand dollars. Oh God, wow. that's a
0: great return on investment, isn't it? Yeah. Well, what do you think the previous owner is thinking now?
2: Fucking kicking himself in the... They're going to kill him, him and his mom. <laughs> they're going to put him down. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we'll take him. Dude, they should
0: make a movie.
2: <laughs> they they would have if he won. Well, I guess they could make it like a Rocky movie where it's like, oh, he's going to do it. And then he doesn't. Mm. But everybody kind of knows the outcome.
1: Yeah. He basically yeah. was dope. That was a good horse movie. Uh, Secretariat. I haven't seen that one. Yeah,
0: You want to see something cool with a horse? Uh, BoJack Horseman on Netflix. Okay. That, that's a funny show Your oh yeah should've... I've
1: seen that yeah I've seen that Bojack yeah the former uh, star or whatever yeah that was a good one Yeah, I've never finished I gotta finish the first season
0: yeah but uh, we, you may we mentioned that she's not old oh, enough thing by the way people are like getting upset about the R. Kelly thing again and I wanna I kinda wanna end with this even though this isn't sports but but uh you know it's R. Kelly he made <laughs> R. Kelly did the song in Space Jam which is a basketball movie so that's close enough yeah but,
1: I, I believe I could fly. I believe yeah. I could touch the sky.
0: Well, you now, now the well. He was uh, being interviewed by Huffington Post on live interview. He walked out the interview because he kept getting asked about his former accusations. And yes. I saw people, and I think this will kind of blow over in like two weeks. But people were talking about like you know how can we didn't abandon R. Arke- uh, Kelly like we did with Bill Cosby? And it's like you know why I think that is. Because R. Kelly went to trial, and whether you like it or not, he actually got a not guilty verdict, which I don't think anyone was more surprised than the defense on that one. Man. <laughs> man.
1: I thought he was gonna wait for long. He was on <laughs> he was charging like fourteen different counts. Yeah, and, and I he I was like,
0: Man. Yeah, and when they came back not guilty, you know his attorney was like, Wait, what do you mean? I mean,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was in he was in court for like, I think like eight years or something like that. I, I remember because Initially, when this happened, I was in junior high. I think the court wasn't over until after I graduated high school. So I was like in the seventh grade, and then this happened. I think this happened like my first year, but almost it was like about to be my going in my second year of junior college. So I'm just like, yo, that's like a lot of that's you've been you've been going to court for a long time, you know? Yeah. So. Hey, but he won he got he won. Yeah, exactly. It's like that's he's that, not guilty. So <laughs> that's the thing, it's
0: like he's like, you know, as much as we don't like it, you know, like OJ not guilty, even though, you know, we're pretty sure it's like love don't fit, you it, must have quit. It's like George Zimmerman not guilty, you know.
1: I wonder if OJ would have lost, will we ever have heard of the Kardashians? Hopefully not. Is that is that the sacrifice we had to make because OJ won? What is we that? have hear about the Kardashians. What is uh? Fuck. What is? If you have an iPhone,
2: Uh if you type in "lardass" into your phone, it autocorrects to um,
0: "Kardashian." That's awesome. Hold up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> by, by the way, are you wearing a Charlotte Hornets? Are you wearing a Charlotte Hornets hat? Is that Charlotte Hornets beanie? I yes. see. Oh yes, yeah. it is. Yes, it is. Okay, because yes uh, well, oh, so you're not a Philly f- person when it comes to basketball?
1: No. Um, I have a. So I have oh, a really wh- huge. Which, which, by the
0: way, by the way, <laughs> Philadelphia. One and twenty-eight with their only win coming the day after Kobe me- mentioned he was retiring yeah. against the Lakers. Yeah, one and twenty-eight. Holy crap! That is that is abysmal. Yeah, amen. Yeah, hey the Cleveland Browns are looking at that team going, dude, you got to get your act together.
2: <laughs> you got to get your shit together, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, just like get it all together. Like take it, put it in a bag, take it to a shit store, or yeah! put it in a shit museum.
2: Man, Felix is going cool in morning. freaking morning.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Sit together. We gotta take it, sell it, put it in the backpack, take it to the shit store. Get it together. Get your shit together, Philly. Talking to you, Keanu.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't live. I don't live in Philly like Philly, unlike Keanu, and so I don't have to root for the 76ers. I'm just a football fan, football fan of Philly. Also, so mean? so back so back to um the uh the beanie. I have a huge head, uh Felix. Like um. The size hat that I wear is a size 8, mandatory, must be a size 8, and that's the biggest hat that you can get, unless you have to order specialized hats, that might be 8 and a quarter.
0: Who um, are you, shack I can't,
1: I can't fit most uh, snapbacks, and snapbacks are supposed to fit everybody. I have to get uh. The, I have to try on <laughs> on that last little on that last hat. little. Nope, I'm, I can't <laughs> even do that. That 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 even, don't look cool at all. That uh, so I would have to just wear it, like without it snapped up. You know, if yeah. you ever see two chains, his is never snapped up. Yeah, yeah. I, I have to find special ones that are actually um. Like I remember, I found a Bulls one that I was thinking about getting, but I'm like, this is not my team, and I don't. These it was like a gray and like. Lime green, yellow, or something like that. But I'm like, I don't have nothing this color. My cousin was like, Hey man, it's probably the only snapback you'll find in here that'll fit your head, though. So I mean, you might as well get it. I mean, you, you want a snapback, right? You like, you could buy some stuff. I'm like, Yeah, but I. So hey man, that's why I got a Charlotte's Hornets one. It's one of the few hats that I found that I could wear. So, and then oh, and I got a, uh, I got Jordans in these colors. I got two pairs of Jordans in these in this color. That's why.
0: i uh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, it's like you should just get one of those big sway hats. Oh like huh, nah. The, like the whole dreads. Even though you don't got any it'll just hold nah. your fat head.
1: Nah, <laughs> he's, he's Muslim too. He's like Muslim too, so that's why. If you ever notice, he never takes it off. Like, like he cut his hair and still like never. Nobody ever see what his hairline looked like. You know.
0: You know who else is a Muslim? Dave Chappelle. True, true, true. He Muslim now. No, Muslim. he's been he's been Muslim. He's just he's like you know it's not something I really need to advertise. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Which is kind of sad. It's like you know. Because I'm sure he'd be so brave if he was, you know, a good Christian boy. You know, talking about his faith. You know, like Tim Tebow. Like Tim Tebow. Oh, brought it full circle. <laughs> Tim Tebow, what's he doing now? Like oh, yeah. like winning championships in Madden? Broad-
1: broadcasting somewhere. Broadcasting. He's a uh, SEC analyst, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: so, uh, wh- oh, by the way, I was so happy Army-Navy game. Navy won it 14th time in a row. And at what point is it demoralizing to play that game?
2: Oh, man. I mean, they got a little bit of fire this year because at least Army made it interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, basically, the Navy Navy should have lost that game three different times in the last three minutes. Yeah. But Army couldn't seem to pass to the correct team.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. that's That's... That's turnovers, man. Turnovers, turnovers kill you every time.
0: Like, cause they made them, They they made. Oh, they made it one and done. Like, they made it one and done three different times against Navy, and then threw interceptions in the red zone three different times. Yeah,
1: that's. I don't. Turnovers just kill people, and sometimes when he just keep doing it, it's kind of like you giving the game away, and then like you like stop turning the ball over. And it's just. <laughs> it's like, like we could have won. Like, God
0: Damn it! It's like they're wearing white. You're wearing black. It's exactly. not that like, difficult. Throw it to us and completely like <clears throat> right. Yeah, <laughs> those are clearly distinct colors. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like you know those you know those badass helmets. Don't throw to those ones. Yeah, yeah. Seriously though, did you see the navy helmets? They were badass. They no, was. I have not. I have
1: not. No,
2: they were they were
0: they were like hand paint. They I mean, were hand painted. Yeah, like,
2: hand painted. And this- each each position group had a different like uh, ship on them like a different like i don't know how would you identify those? no no uh, it, it
0: was a di- it was a different ship like yeah. uh, like uh the quarterback was the carrier of course like uh the the li- the uh wide receivers were submarines the uh like what? the line the line was uh amphibious assault ships the uh <laughs> like the uh linebackers were uh, destroyers uh uh-huh. uh running backs were were uh cruisers i believe Oh yeah. no, littoral combat ships. It was, it was, like I said, it was pretty cool the way they the way they uh dished them out.
1: That's too funny, man. That's also very creative. That that's I, I wanna I'm gonna Google them after I get off this. I'm, yeah, I
0: th- I think it's pretty much time to end it. I mean, we've gone about two hours. Yeah, I'll edit this and get this to Sam, who could who unfortunately couldn't join us today because he you know he's been busy watching Star Wars for three days in a row. Yeah,
2: <laughs> buying toys uh, and shit and making yeah.
0: shirts that you could pick up. Where will
2: uh, you can find. All our awesome new shirts like uh, Traitorous Scum, Black Leader, and uh, Scavenger Scum. Um, new designs uh, over at shop.com. That's www.mexellentShop.com, where you can find our other stuff like our pod- podcast, The Fantastic Voyage, where I myself, the Fantabulous Gurgi, and my boy
1: Corday Snell, ladies and gentlemen. You can catch me on there, Mr. I.E.B. Mr. Next big thing, AKA token <laughs> black guy, AKA the Dominican, AKA Mr. IAB. <laughs> just chilling.
2: That that has to be on a shirt someday. Yeah. I know. That's I'm over not. there. And, um, here we are doing our sports bar here with, uh, trigger happy letter, our productions, the one, the only Felix. Yep.
0: Yeah. Thank, thank you guys. Uh, again, I'll have this out to you. It was, you know, it's always great. It's always great to do this podcast with you guys. Yeah. You. yeah. And, uh, yeah. Peace out, party peoples. See All you right. next
1: week. Gone. Bye.
3: Peace.
1: Bye 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 bye. want to the to you. I just wanna <laughs> tell you that I had enough. I <laughs> Might sound know. crazy, crazy but, but it ain't no, no bye, lie, baby. Bye bye, bye, bye. bye.